taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O. as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yep, it's the motherfucking fade podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, medium, film related, along with any of the goddamn thing we want to talk about, coming to you live direct, Proof of Concept Studios. What the fuck is up? Today's been a uh, tragic day for yeah, those yeah, in, yeah. Uh, for those hip-hop, rap, music lovers. Um, so I wanted to start off the show by uh, just saying, you know, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, Memphis rapper Young Dolph was shot and killed today outside of a cookie shop in um, in Memphis. Where the fuck is Memphis anyway? Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew that. Thanks. Um, so he was uh, shot and killed. Unfortunate incident. Um, ter- I, there's so much we don't know about it because, like, shortly afterwards, uh, another rapper, Yo Gotti, I think he has a restaurant called like Privé or something like that mm-hmm. in Memphis, and that was shot up, and then. Um, there's another rapper, um, young, young, uh, damn, young all in the same day. all in the same day. Now, great, like uh, a lot of these reports, some of them haven't been confirmed uh, um, by the police department. Yeah, but um, you know, Yo Gotti's, uh, I think it's his mother's restaurant. Like they shut that down. They have like security around there. So there's a lot going on in Memphis right now. But uh, I just wanted to start off the show by saying, uh, you know, rest in peace to rapper Young Dolph, um, Adolf Robert Thornton Jr was his full name born July 27th, 1985 passed away today, November 17th, 2021. Yeah, dude. Uh, when will it stop, man? And I obviously, you know, I can answer my own question. It's never going to stop, but you know, um, it's fucking, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, you know, you, you, you hear stories like this and I think the first thing that I, that always sort of like runs through my mind is just like, what could be, what could be that crazy or wild in your life? That you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. I see this dude out here shining. Let me cut them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jealousy is a powerful thing. I mean, it is. Jealousy can make smart people do some of the dumbest things. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, jealousy can make dumb people do just insanely dumber things. Right. So like yeah. it, it and, and every anyone's susceptible to it. And, it's, yeah. and, and I think everyone's experienced like jealousy at some point in your life. Right. Whether you're jealous of the person at your job that like got a promotion or a pay raise or something like that. You're jealous of like your ex's old person or their new person whatever right um but to take your jealousy out and be like yo let's go kill this motherfucker because yeah. we're jealous of their success like insane, that dude. that i don't understand just, i mean just and, work and, harder and and obviously you know th- there's a lot of factors that, that go into it we could talk about the uh especially in the black community obviously the the um income inequality and and those type of things uh as well as just like you know uh i always talk about ptsd right like you know uh, a lot of times we talk about mental health uh in just the vein of you know privileged people you know of yeah. like oh you know you need to get a therapist or whatever but you know a lot of these kids are growing up man especially in the black communities uh especially in 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 poor black communities uh who are basically growing up in war zones, you know what I mean? So that's really all you fucking know. That's all you're used to seeing. So it's, it's nothing to, yeah. to take to a life. us yeah. picking up a gun and going to kill somebody. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. But you know, I will say in like certain communities and into certain people, it's, it's just, just like, that's just a Wednesday. Yeah. It's just like, you know, fuck it. Like I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I've never been taught to like value human life, my life, or, or my yeah, circumstances. And you, and you hit the nail here, uh, there value your life because it's, you know, uh, 
it is a thing, right? To value others' lives, right? Like that. That's a that's something that you should do, right? Yeah. But even in these circumstances, it's like, yo, that shows how much you don't value your own life because, dude, high likelihood that you're going to get caught, right? You know, unless you you kill Tupac and Biggie, apparently they just can't catch those people. Yeah. But generally speaking, you're probably going to get caught up, especially if it's a higher profile thing like this. Um, and so in that case, this is like. Yo, do you not value your own life enough to just think twice about that? To to be like, you know what, this ain't that serious. I yeah. don't I don't need to pull this pull this. Especially track, the know? people who do it and like who have like like if you have a kid, yeah. If you have a family, if you have like any type of like goal or ambition. Even if you don't, what I'm yeah. saying is it's true. just yeah, for yeah. your I own mean, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. You know what I mean? Just for your own like then that's one thing i've always been appreciative of 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 like my own life is is like dude i i've done some pretty stupid things in my life but one thing i can be thankful like i can go back to the younger me and say thank you for is never doing something so bad as to just basically forfeit my future yeah you know what i mean I've done some yeah. things. <laughs> yeah, Listen, you don't even have to. You don't even have to tell me. I've done me, some uh, things that have landed me, that have gotten me arrested yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. But if you've never been arrested, then you haven't had fun. That's my philosophy. Yes. Uh, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> if if you've been you know played it too safe, like live a little. You know, I didn't lose that much. The most I ever spent was like two days. You know, what I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'm back out in the streets. Yeah, for, for everybody listening out there, he's talking crazy. He's, he, <laughs> don't don't do anything that fucking gets you arrested. I don't care what don't, it is. Uh, I was, don't kill anybody. It, what? what the fact fun. that you had to sit there to think about that. <laughs> Unless they had it What coming. the fuck? Okay, let's just let's get back on brand here with this with this topic here. Look, uh terrible fucked up situation. Um yeah. obviously uh I, I, I never I, I'm woefully just disconnected from newer music, right? So I'm not familiar with Young Dolls. He's not a like young Dolph been around for like ten years. I stand by my <laughs> statement. Okay, <laughs> um, old head. That was uh, yeah. an old head comment right there. You aged yourself. Just and now, now our listeners know exactly how old you are. Yeah, I have no problem with that. Uh, and probably my musical taste is probably a little. It's probably ten years older than I actually am. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I you know, I remember like it was like three weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. You hit me yeah. up like, yo, I just found this new childish Gambino song. Like summer. What was it called? Like um. No, that that just came out recently. But I what I what no, my point didn't. was no, no, it came out recently in like the last like three four years. Okay, is what yeah, I'm yeah. saying, right? Uh, the and, but the reason why I I is because I heard it when it first came out. And I kind of dismissed it, and then it was just like I don't know. This must have been like around summertime or whatever that I that I sent you like that we were exchanging yeah. texts or whatever. And I just remember in that moment, I was just feeling a vibe. I was like, oh, shit, this, this is a vibe yeah, right imagine now. Imagine you know? having felt that vibe when the song first came out <laughs> in 2018. It was a bigger vibe then. That's weird. Okay, look, <laughs> fuck. All right, you keep distracting me from my main point here. My main point, man, is is that, yo, like, if you're out there, and I obviously know this is probably falling on deaf ears, because, you know, who am I to judge somebody else's life in terms of what they're going through and 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 trying to be like, you shouldn't do X, Y, or Z. It's like, well, shit, I haven't lived your life, so I, how the fuck am I supposed to tell you? But what I can tell you is this. Your life is more valuable than pulling a trigger, right? That there is nothing going on. I guarantee you, whatever is going on in your life, it's all repairable. It's all fixable. It's all you know, whether it's financial, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's your mental health, those type of things. 
you can you can always bounce back but the moment you pull that trigger the moment you do these things that are like forget the forget the uh you know uh the 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 judicial aspect of it of of perhaps doing time you know uh if you if you should you know uh either kill somebody or or you know attempted killing or whatever the case is but think about what that does to your psyche if you should take a life you're gonna that it might not be today it may not be two weeks from now it might not be 10 years from now sometime that's going to fucking eat you alive at some point in life yeah you're you're going to have to suffer the mental repercussions of that don't do that whether they're conscious or subconscious too right because i feel like there are a lot of people out there that have probably killed several people and like they seem on the surface very normal um and even to them they may be able to sleep perfectly fine at night um and you know the the again to your point like it may not come five ten years from now it may be just down the road at some point in time you're gonna have to deal with that trauma um it's it's unfortunate man I, i love young Dolph. i love his music i listen to his music all the time I have a gym playlist and it's mostly Dolph and Moneybag and Yo Gotti and all those guys and Meek Mill. Um, so this is this is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, you Dude, know, like I remember we we when we heard about Nipsey, man, we uh, I, I think we either we were on or we just heard about Nipsey right before we went on. I can't remember exactly how it all sort I, of I played think, out. Cause I think it was like the day before um, we Nipsey did a podcast passed. or something like that. Because we heard about Kobe when we were on the show. Yeah. And we didn't yeah, believe sure. that. Yeah. But I do want to switch gears for a second and talk about something else, which, uh, you know, sticking to like the, the music theme or musician's theme. We didn't really get to talk about this last week. But what are your quick thoughts um, Astro World, the whole Travis Scott incident, because uh, it's it was announced I think yet today or yesterday that mm-hmm. um, there's been a 750 million dollar lawsuit filed against Travis Scott, Drake, and Live Nation as yeah. well as like Apple Music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what's happening right now? Wait, is a, and I, I I have not read enough about this to understand why is why is Drake even involved? I don't understand. So Drake was there performing at the concert. And that's it. He wasn't on stage. He wasn't. I think it was doing their set, like do, doing them doing um uh that what is that big song that they have? Where's Travis Scott oh, and Drake? Um, um, I can literally hear it in my brain. Yeah, I, I can. Song. I can hear it too. I just can't think of that. Right but you know the song. Yeah. Um. So I think they were performing that song is like when like the crowd got like the most hype and unruly and out of control and that's when like the stampedes happened and people got you know trampled which now i believe has left a total of like 10 people dead the yeah, youngest being like a nine-year-old too yeah. um so the the reason i'm questioning this is like i get it i know what's going on here right it's like the families are mourning um and now like these stars are essentially like a target, right? And I know when I say target to a lot of people, that's insensitive because a lot of people attribute what happened directly to Travis Scott. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I think that like the artist on stage performing a concert and Travis Scott's concerts are known to be like rough and rowdy and insane, right? Yeah. That is how so he the, likes so it. The, the, yeah. The, the thing about that is, is that like usually... Uh, sicko mode. Uh, anything, sicko shout, out, mode. shout out to 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 the to the person in the chat right now that uh, that that uh, that put that in there. I appreciate that. Um, the thing about it is, is like that would kind of be my reaction too. Is is like ah, it's not really on the artist, but when you're known for that and you're known for like kind of instigating that, I think you do definitely have some culpability in that, right? Like it is sort of 
not I don't think that entire situation was, was his fault and I'll get into like kind of like the reasons why here in a sec but I think you you have some responsibility sure and yeah. I think like because like what that is, is like inciting a riot right yeah. inciting the crowd you're like riling them up we know what mob mentality does to people and when you're just like you know keep going keep going keep going keep getting rowdy and rowdy and rowdy people are going to do it now here's where I draw like the line of um of 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 responsibility and like who actually is responsible for this thing while travis scott may have incited the riot and 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 he may have like been you know his concerts are known to be like this right and people come but also the people who go to his concerts they like it that way too they want to go to the rowdy travis scott concert right Mm -hmm. now throughout the course of these events not to be insensitive to any of the people who's, who've lost their lives or their families right but like 10 people were essentially trampled and ran over and lost their lives right yeah. not one of those people was trampled by drake or travis scott right because those were the artists performing on stage and when you're on stage like i'm not sure if you've ever been on like stage at any yeah, yeah. big no, concert I, I venue. Yeah. it is very difficult to see what's going on out in the crowd right yeah. now granted when you see police lights maybe you stop the show if you see the audience getting too rowdy maybe you stop the show and say all right hey guys like you know everybody take care of each other make sure everyone's good like if you see someone next to you who needs help help them out get some water all right bam let's keep the show going right mm-hmm. but you imagine how many artists how many shows these artists do a year they may do like a hundred shows you can't stop everyone because you see a little something going on in the audience, right? I mean, but that begs the question, should you? Man, like I think so. I, I, I think so. I, I think it's worth it, dude. If it if it can save a life, right? If it's sure. if it's between pausing the show for somebody who passed out, but they're fine, but you know, they're not, you know, dying or or you know, dead or anything, but they passed out and they're fine. I think it's worth it to be like, oh, whoa, whoa. What's yeah. up with that dude right there? You know what I mean? Like, let's figure it out. Now, I understand that every, you could pass off for a number of reasons, right? Doing drugs, uh, you just lose your, uh, you're not able to get enough oxygen in you or whatever the case is. Um, I understand there's, there's a lot of reasons, but I do think it is worth it. Now, this is kind of where, uh, if, unless you, you probably had a little more, right? That you, you wanted to say? Yeah, just a quick thing. And, and I, I completely agree with you on that, right? Like, yeah. as an artist, if I am performing on stage and if I see someone in this, you know, someone hurt, someone passed out, someone throwing up, stop the show and make sure they're okay but i can only see what as far as i can see out right there's stage lights there's stadium lights my 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 purview may only be within 20 to 30 feet of me right mm. i can't see what's going on in the back or to my far left or my far right so if i don't see all of these things like how can you hold someone responsible for what they didn't see um and and but again like and make to make this short there are people who are at home right now who are at the Travis Scott concert, who know that they trampled over someone, who know that they stepped on someone, who know that like when they were running to buy the Astro World t-shirt, they may have pushed someone over. Mm-hmm. And that may be one of the people who passed away. Mm-hmm. And there are people out there who are actually physically responsible for causing some of this hurt and damage, who like, those people will never be held accountable more than likely, but who's the easy target the big arti- artists, Travis Scott and Drake. But again, I, I just don't see, I don't think like a lot of people think that they, the responsibility is on them and solely on them. Right. It's not. <clears throat> I don't think it's, it, it 100% isn't solely on them. Right. Like, I don't think, you know, you can, and I think that, that what I'm starting to see is, is like now I, I saw like, uh, Sism made a comment, her, her concert, a little thing about uh, Uzi Vert. Now Uzi Vert was wild. And he, he had a thing where basically he was like, he was like, oh, if you don't think you can handle this, then get the fuck out. If you think you can, then stay, let's keep it pushing. And it was just like, 
my dude, chill. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Even, <laughs> even if you think that, don't yeah. say it. Don't <laughs> yeah. say it. We're recording. Yeah, there, there's some things <laughs> that you just want to keep to yourself. But uh, so I, I think there are there's some blame to the artist, especially if you instigate this right especially if you if you see something happening in the crowd people are rushing maybe you see somebody pass out you can't make out every face i've been on stage too right sometimes when you're on stage it's hard to point to like one person right like you and there's fucking lights everywhere you can't quite see exactly what the fuck is going on but at the same time sometimes you do you know sometimes you do see a person who's like fucking wigging the fuck out and you're just like yo let's get that person some help right it's not it's not it's definitely not all on the artist but who it's definitely on are the people around the artist, meaning that it's it's about the venue. It's about the police. It's about uh, all these other things around it that allow this to happen. Like at that Travis, uh, uh, Travis Scott at the, at the Astroworld uh, event, there should have been a coordination between the people who run, you know, Live Nation or whatever the fuck it is. And like the venue, like there should have been a coordination of like, well, how many people can we actually fucking handle here? Yeah. Right? Once because once it gets to a certain amount of people, you can no longer reasonably guarantee everybody's safety. Right. Yeah. Like at some point you're just like, this is too many people for us to do anything with. And yeah. I believe that's what it was with Astroworld. It's just too many fucking people for you to like, what are we going to do? Like, what's the thing where if they all decide right now to fucking rush and rush on stage and do all sorts how would you stop even if there are police there and security there it's impossible that is what I think most people don't realize is that like so I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like straight up like yo this is like 100% Travis Scott's fault like he sold too many tickets to the concert well he doesn't he doesn't sell I'm like do you think Travis Scott was like like buy tickets directly from me like I'll meet you on the corner and here let me sell these 100,000 tickets no no but 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 I but I but and here's me just playing you know here's me playing advocate on both sides is that like he may not be the person who's selling the tickets but at the same time he's the person who's okay with that happening right so as an artist i feel like you do have to be involved somewhat because otherwise they're just gonna they're gonna do whatever the fuck they want in your name that's your name that's yeah. out there that's not the crowd feeds that's not off your, their energy your for manager sure. you know whoever the fuck is that's not the the venue i mean i guess the venue name is is, is always going to be there but the, it, it, they're coming there to see you yeah. right so in that in that respect you have to at some point be involved somewhat in in those type of decisions right because they're going to try to make as much money as they fucking can off of you right but whatever's done just like it's happening now whatever's done in your name you're going to ultimately have to pay the price for now people are nervous to go to travis scott's concert people yeah. will still go to concerts at live nation they don't, they'll reopen as soon as i'm sure they reopen now right yeah but it's done in your name right now Here's now, a, here's but, a, here's and, and again, I think that would be rough, though, right? Because, like, let's say, let's say you're an artist and you're doing a hundred shows a year, and how much can you really know about these one hundred shows? How much can you really be involved in like ticket sales and? You no, know, I, or, I'm or not saying I'm venue? not saying that you have to like manage that, but you have to be aware somewhat, right? I'm not saying that that's your job. It's like the CEO of a company, right? It's not your job to know the minutia of everything that's going on, right? But you have to at least either appoint people who you trust, who's saying you're going to do the responsible thing, not just the financially <laughs> profitable thing, but you're going to do the right thing. Or you have to be aware enough to say, okay, um, I know these these are our pressure points, right? I know this is a thing that if it happens, it's 
it's not going to be good yeah, for sure. business I can, I can, uh, I can agree with that. overall, right? Because again, it's done in your name. That's your shit out there, right? Again, what's happening right now is now people are turning to Travis Scott. But but this this goes to something else that that I, that I see right now, right? Sism comments. Now you got Lil Uzi Vert. Now what's interesting to me is that they're doing a lot of black artists, right? But it might be something new to me. Maybe I've just we just talked about you know how you know <laughs> antiquated my taste in music is, dude. Mosh pits. That was always like the rock shit. That was always like the, the Woodstock the was punk, known punk for like shit. That mosh was, pits and people getting hurt, people breaking arms and limbs. And it's new to me yeah. that that's like a Travis Scott thing. That that's like a. I mean, I, I knew he his type of music is like a little different and probably hits a little different demographic than you know other black artists maybe, but. Um, Scared shit out of me. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> uh, but it's probably my dogs. Um, but um, but but it's so weird seeing what the narrative is now. Is now they're like, oh, well, it's it's almost like they're saying it, but not saying it. Like well, this rap music is yeah. a little rowdy. It's like, Wait, and let's be real. What? <laughs> the, the, the primary demographic at a Travis Scott concert is like young white kids, yeah. right? Like that. So it's not it's not necessarily about like the music or the genre of music. It is about like, I, I, that's what I believe, but how it's being portrayed right now. And again, people are going to SZA for for comments. People are keeping an eye on Lil Uzi Vert, and it's just like I don't see fucking I don't know what country artist. I don't know who the fuck. Uh, no one gets Kenny Rogers at a Swift concert. Everyone's just sad. I guess. <laughs> just, oh damn, she broke up with somebody else. Like damn, she just broke up with some other guy. The last song, every song of Taylor Swift is she breaks up with some guys. Like, yeah. Pussy must be trash. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> my, shout shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, uh, was he dating her? Is that, is yeah, that what that whole yeah, thing is? Yeah. Why would... Jake seems like a smart enough dude. Why would he do that? He, um, like, he has to know that that's how it's going to end up. Like, yeah, I, that's, at this what point, happened to the last 12 <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah at, the, at this point... I, I think she's a tarantula. Say, like, she, is, is it, or like, is it a female praying mantis <laughs> that like whenever she mates with like a male, she just, yeah, like, she just beheads kills it? Yeah. Uh, that's look, what man, I'm not Swift even mad good. at Taylor Swift. Hey, do you, boo, but... Yeah, get I, the back. I mean, it's great content for the album, for, for, sure. like, for writing music, she, she, right? There, there's like a I broke up with Mysterio. There's a formula... <laughs> there's there's like a formula right you you do, date somebody write an album about them sell fucking mad albums right and yeah. then fucking but they gotta be high repeat. profile enough like, right. exactly right who's so, next so, whoever's gonna play the next bond she's yeah, gonna yeah, date them because then, then yeah, you got three new yeah, albums she's keeping her eye on uh, Loki what's it was it Tom Hiddleston Tom, yeah, yeah, yeah Tom Hiddleston she's, 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 she's like you know what is is she already did date him she might have already dated him probably I wouldn't be surprised he's song number 13 on the album yeah um but anyways, guys, anyways. Uh, guys yeah. you know what she's doing right now? Mm. So uh, the new record label, they uh, they basically got a bunch of uh, investors, like whoever owns the uh, record label. And the guy, uh, the CEO who bought it up, he promised them that, hey, we're going to make a bunch of money off of Taylor Swift and everything. She offered to buy back all her masters. He said no. She went ahead and re-recorded all of the albums yeah. again, or at least two of them. And Smart. She is making bank. Like Smart. she is killing it and he's getting nothing. Smart. Yeah. He's losing all hey, the investors hey. and everything. Shout out to T Swift. 
Good for her. Shout out to T for smart smart play. That's what Ashanti's doing right play. now. She's, she's doing. Yeah, yeah, she's she's re-recording her and first like, Gotti two is albums. Mad. He's mad as fuck. He is mad. He's like, God, I'm not going to be able to eat off these masters. I'm like, yeah, nigga, that's that's pretty much the point. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know if you saw her interview, but brilliant. What she's doing is really smart. Um, shout out. I mean, Taylor Swift too. Like, whatever you whatever about you may say about her music, it's not my particular taste, but like. She has an audience. There are a couple tracks I fuck she with. She delivers. There's a couple tracks. Uh, she's I fuck had some with. hits. I'm not gonna lie yeah. about that. I just don't. I would never listen to her in her album. Yeah. yeah. Um, but brilliant business moves. So you know what? Like, okay, you own that version of the album. I'm gonna re-record and sell my version of the album. So whenever people come, go to like find my music, they're gonna find mine's the ones that I own, not the ones that you own. So I'm mean, fucking brilliant. Yeah, and I still don't understand this whole shit with masters. Like, I, and, but anyways, like we don't we don't need to really dive into. Let's get into some movie shit because we yeah. we have been talking about a lot of other shit outside of movies <laughs> look let, let's let's jump into some this week next week and then we'll get into some just like headline shit uh just general shit that we want to talk about look coming out this week uh we got ghostbusters afterlife um are you looking forward to that um i i hear uh paul rudd's performance in this movie is stellar um you know he's getting like a lot of like sexiest man alive yeah got sexiest man alive respect on that name does not fucking age paul rudd um so do i think this would be great a really good movie yes like am i gonna go to the theaters to see this no like if my daughter was a little bit older you know and it was like age appropriate i would have taken her to see it for sure be age appropriate i don't think they're gonna have hardcore sex scenes in uh no no but there's like ghosts and really scary monsters and she's five so it's like you know i don't want ghostbusters dude dude five years old you know i mean like kids they get wait wait so so but you let her watch cartoons and stuff right uh, she, she watching Yu Yu Haku show? Is no, that- no, no, no. <laughs> so my daughter, she's mostly just watching like fun Disney stuff, like funny stuff, not like nothing with any like fighting or action or ghosts or monsters or anything and like are, that. And you're sure of this that she's not watching anything else? Yeah, her favorite show right now is the show called Jesse, which is just like a sitcom, a kids sitcom comedy thing. Is it like Friends? Um, is that what it is? It's, it's yeah, like imagine a version of Friends. Imagine Friends, but ve- like you know, everyone's like nine. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Um, and then there's this other show she's watching called fucking uh, uh, um, Raven, uh, Raven's Home. You know, like the rebunk or not rebunk, but like you know, like they, the continuation <laughs> of That's that. So Raven. <laughs> sure. So she's watching that. So like nothing yeah. really too scary. But I think like if I were to take her to see this, she may have like, oh, I can't sleep. I had a nightmare. Blah blah blah. Yeah. No, I feel you. Um, Otherwise, I would. Yeah. I, in any event, um, I'm. I'm actually. Not excited about the movie, but I, I I'd want to see that. I don't I don't know if I, uh, there's just so many movies right now that it's like I have like a backlog of like four or five movies that I, I have still to haven't see. seen Bond. I haven't seen Bond, dude. I haven't seen Eternals. I haven't seen anything, dude. Anything that requires me to physically go to a theater, I simply have not seen. I'm sorry. I just uh, I cannot bring myself. I I, I just want to do it all in one day. I just want to take one fucking day and be like, all right, I'm just going to see all these fucking movies back to back. Probably sneak in. Probably get kicked out at some point, but I do want to just take that risk. And yeah. I know I just started a podcast off with talking. Yeah, about weren't you just you shitting? <laughs> Very a, conflicting that's a, that's advice. A, I can I can redeem. You can be redeemed from sneaking into a fucking theater. That's not a that's not a life ender. Yeah. I don't know, man. AMC depends on what you do on your way out. I guess. Yeah, AMC <laughs> needs every dollar. Like, yo, if if they shut down theaters again, like we don't know. So, tune day, we gonna need that money. Or you're doing twenty five to life. Uh, so, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife comes out. Uh, King Richard. Uh, looking forward to that. I, I think Will Smith is is. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing his his performance in there. Uh, I just hope Jada don't don't say leave that man alone, Jada. Now you see everybody who's talking. This is what I. I really do. You on Jada's side? 
I'm not, I'm not on anybody's side. I think it's just weak as fuck, right? Everybody who's like, man, look what she did to Will. The fuck's wrong? The last time I fucking checked, yeah, <laughs> Will Smith is perfectly fucking fine. Like for sure, just leave that man it, business out off of the from the red table. No, no, no. But even if it's, it's on the red table, people are acting like Will Smith isn't a human fucking being. They act like Jada isn't a human being in a regular fucking relationship, or not even just a regular relationship. In any relationship. You're going to have issues. Sure, yeah, of right? course. What do you think? Will's just like the fucking king of sex and he's just fucking knocking it down every night, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to talk about it. He just sticks it in and it's all good. No. Yeah, but baby, I got a movie coming out. I need them to think that I'm laying pipe every night. Yeah, this is like 20 years <laughs> later. Like, I, I, he'll still, be fine. I, I, still, I, I got a movie coming out. I need no, 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 them no, to no, think no. I'm you're, slaying. You're, you're misunderstanding. That's the, bad publicity. Yeah, no, you're misunderstanding the time we're in. We're in time where they want you to be more human, right? This person, like Tom Cruise, for instance, right? People are, obviously, we'll, we'll see whatever fucking crappy ass Mission Impossible movie he'll crap out. Although they haven't really been crappy. That was an unnecessary no, yeah, shot. Yeah. <laughs> they've been okay. They've he's been he's pretty, delivered. They've, he's been de- delivered. De- they've been pretty decent. Um, but we'll see whatever movie he puts out. But we don't fucking know Tom, right? Tom's a fucking mystery. He's a Scientologist. His face looks like it's fucking like morphing in real time on us. Like we don't fucking know Tom, right? But Will's relatable, right? We will fuck with Will because we know Will's a fucking human being. And what is, what is everything with this social media if not an attempt for us to humanize de- people? Listen, I get everything you're saying right now, yeah. but. If I couldn't get hard last night, bitch, you better not run to the motherfucking red table and then spend an hour talking about how I couldn't get hard last night with you nah, and your girls I, look, I, I, in front I, of 100 million live streamers. I don't have a problem with her talking about it. I do have a problem with people being like, man, look what she's doing to my man Will, acting like they don't fucking have the same fucking issues at home, man. Stop fucking lying, all right? Stop <laughs> lying. But it's not about that. It's about like certain things. Like, No, no. Are you really fucking worried about Will Smith's bottom line? No, Are you no, worried no, about no. his net income from what, King Richard? No, no, no. Like, so what then I'm, what the fuck are we talking about? What I'm talking about is like, I just be feeling bad for the dude sometimes. Like, Why? God damn. She be airing out would all you, of their shit. Would you, would you, would, even with Jada airing him out, probably airing him out double than what she is now, right? Would you have a problem switching lies with Will Smith right now? The no, answer is no. You know, so no, shut the fuck no, up. Like, let's keep, let's <laughs> keep it moving. Because when you at the red table, I might be knocking something else down since you're talking <laughs> shit. But, 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 and again, that's, that's another thing too. Is just like, Everybody's talking about, oh man, Jada's doing this. Like, you're, we know that they basically have like an open relationship, right? Will's probably done hella dirt. Just now you say shit about it, right? So what the fuck are we even talking? Like, why are, like, I don't understand. I, I you, genuinely don't you get You do this. understand. I don't like, fucking get it, dude. It, in one instance, someone is being very okay, publicly he, he, open and not always the best light about their partner. In the other instance, the person, the other person isn't saying anything. No, it, I've so, never heard Will come out and say anything like negative about Jada, their sex life, their marriage, like, oh, how boring their marriage is or how like the sex isn't, you know, great or whatever. Will no, no, is no, like, no, yo, no. I'm like making movies. Paying the bills. And, 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 I got King Richard coming out. Yes, he's 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 a saint. Yeah, no, <laughs> not saying that, but like I just feel like in any relationship, yeah, sure, there's good to talk about. You have to talk about your relationship with your friends and family. But like sometimes the shit she be saying, I just be like, yo, if I was Will, come here, sit the fuck down. <laughs> we gonna talk. Yeah, I I just don't I don't have a problem with that. I, like I, I get that in terms of like yo, stop airing our shit out like on fucking national programs and shit right 
you know, just stop that, right? In 28 countries. <laughs> in 28 countries. I, I, I get that sentiment, but also their lies aren't our lies. So meaning that, and and, and the thing that is, I, I talked about this last week with, uh, with Rogers, right? Is narratives, right? We look at it like, uh, so earlier this morning I was, I was on a program and I was talking about the baby and I, I have no idea about the situation. I don't know. I don't really know that much about the baby. Um, or Danny Lay. Did you say the baby? The baby. Okay. Baby, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you said the baby. No, like, no, no. Different person. Yeah. Different person, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know too much about that situation, but what it is about is about, and I know we can we can't spend that much time on it. Okay? I, mean, I don't I, even I really want to talk about it. <laughs> um, I just think he was that's an unruly motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He he gets down in different ways, but um, the thing is, is everybody wants to control their narrative, right? And so one, the way that I look at this whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett thing is, is what I hear everybody saying is, oh, let Will control his own narrative. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, fam, like if he really had a problem with it, he can divorce Jada. He can leave her. He can be like, yo, we're never talking about this again. Everybody but Will seems to have a real big sure. problem yeah, yeah. with they this. They were at the uh, King Richard um, premiere like Show the other night. fuck. Whole family was there. Everybody's fine, happy, right? Um, Will seems now, to be perfectly fine. That could be for the cameras. Fine. That could be for the uh, who knows. No, but, no, but but that's. I guess that's exactly what I'm saying. Is everybody's projecting onto Will as if he's some like little lamb? That oh my god, stop talking about Will. Stop throwing dirt on Will's name. Will seems to be fine with shit. If he really wanted, if he really had a fucking problem, then he would either counter her narrative in terms of the narrative that she's trying to paint, or he would just divorce her or leave her or whatever the fuck it is. But it seems like yeah. Will's just doing fucking Will. Like and and. Now, Great. I hope they're a happy family. I hope they have no trouble in their uh, marriage and relationship. All all I'm saying is like, goddamn, keep that man business yeah. out the it, streets. It, I, I would say this: if it was like either of our relationships, right, a little bit of a different story because we feel differently about it, right? Like, I don't want. I'm I'm notoriously private person, so I don't like my shit being yeah, out listen, there. On I'm the dating a white girl. I put my OJ Simpson jersey on. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Jesus you best not put my business in the streets. Let's cut that from the podcast. All right, <laughs> no, you know we, this is life. We gotta keep that. Yeah. He, um, the juice, ran, he ran yeah. for a thousand yards. No, let's <laughs> proceed. Uh, anyways, uh, also coming out this week is Cowboy Bebop. I know we're both looking forward to that, I, even though I am well prepared for it to be trash. I, I'm... I am managing my expectations when it comes to this. I, I just don't well said. See That's it, yeah. the first way to do it. It's um, not going to be the anime because like anime, you could do so much with anime that you can't do in live action. I, I just I was so explaining just this to tailor Addie. your expectations. I was explaining this to Addie. Is it tailor or week. taper your expectations? Taper your expectations. Taper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was explaining this to Addie last week. I was like, I think the reason why they're they're not going to like do it justice is because Cowboy Bebop is a vibe. Like it's a, it's a it's a. It's just stylistically, it's just mm-hmm. its own sort of thing, and there's almost like no way I think you can recreate that in live action. Yeah, because I think what they're going to try to recreate is the look, but that's not really that's part of what we fuck with with Cowboy Bebop. But like the other fifty percent of what we fuck with Cowboy yeah. Bebop is just the vibe. You know, the only I mean? thing you could bring to life is the look, like the, the I don't even think you the, can bring that. The, the you, outfits, the like no, because the, the outfits are gonna look stupid. Like because uh, what they try to do, I with all the pictures and and like the the trailers we've gotten, it's like to me it feels like a little too colorful. It feels like it's like too vibrant. Right, whereas I feel like they probably needed to dial that back a bit in order. See, for I feel us the to opposite. The I feel like the anime, like, was it was very vibrant and it was like colorful and it was like, just it was very interesting stylistically, which is why it's such a great anime. Yeah. And it's gonna be 
uh, and what I've seen from like the the trailer of the live action that's premiering on Netflix pretty soon is like it's a little bit more muted, it's a little bit more like dialed back. No, I feel like it looks comical. If it looks like it's so? like yeah, like it, it's like it's like people trying you like you sense that they're trying to mimic what's going on in bebop instead of like how can i put it in, in words that make sense like instead of giving it its own sort of like feel like because it's a live action it's going to have like cowboy bebop is, is a little bit it's kind of depressing you know in a lot of ways right yeah it's definitely more dark somber like but, anime, but I, but I feel like, like really, really feel like high when you fun do notes. things live action, you have to have that reflect in in how it's portrayed. Like when you have all this colorful shit, you can't help but be a little bit more uplifting, a little bit more just um um I don't know. Yeah. more happier than but what I feel like Cowboy Bebop is actually kind of a depressing show um, but but if you're just looking at it from a surface level you'll be like oh no there's a vibrant look to it and but no it's it's actually kind of depressing but I feel like when you're watching a live action thing and you see all this vibrant stuff you can't help but like be disconnected from I think what the sentiment of the show yeah, was yeah know? what I hope they do with that and I'll be quick with this is like I've already seen the anime so like you don't need to retell me that like story yeah. for story page by page um Tell me, like, uh, show, give me a lot of the stuff that I love from the anime, like certain scenes, certain really memorable moments from the cartoon, like bring those things to life. Yeah. But like maybe like tell the story in like a different way, focus on different characters, focus on different storylines, different relationships. Don't, because they're going to fail if they try to take the Recreate anime and, and make it a live action. Yeah, yeah. It's impossible. And I think, but I think that's exactly what they're trying to do. I hope not. Yeah. yeah we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Uh, also coming out uh, this week is uh, Tiger King two. Uh, there is, there is precisely no, we didn't need it. We didn't want it. Mm. Why? Just no. It was a thing that came along cultural phenomenon. Let it go. Yeah. Let it the fuck go. Why Why try to do it again? It's because like Four Locos. Like, no for a while, <laughs> yeah. people were like, yo, this thing will get you fucked up. This is crazy. This is... But, like, you know, after, after a certain age, you're going to yeah. be like, nah, no, yeah. no, this is not the wave. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had fun with it. You know, can't we, be on my lunch break I remember that wild night. Locos, we, did yeah. a, we did a wild thing, but that's it. The yeah. hype has died down. Let me go back to, like, whiskey and beer like normal people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be at your uh, fucking company outing drinking Four Locos. Mm, what the no, fuck? No, you cannot. What are you doing? Why? Not no. even at Four Locos <laughs> corporate headquarters. They're like, no. <laughs> We know yeah. it's an issue. <laughs> we, yeah. The CEO of Four Locals never had one. I just run the business. <laughs> he just uses it to gas his car. He just puts it in as gas, and I'm sure yeah. it will power his car. Um, okay, coming out next week, uh, we've got Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Look, this has been the, t- the worst reboot, I think, I've or, or attempt at a reboot that I've ever seen. Nobody even knows this movie's coming out. Nobody cares that this movie's coming out. So why try? Like... You you haven't really promoted it. You, you nobody really like. It. It's not a different story, really. It's just the same shit. Zombies. The zombie wave is kind of dead. Uh, I'm not as ironic as that is to say as a statement. It's kind of dead, dude. Like, yeah. I, I don't think we're really looking for more zombie shit. Like let's let's move on with this. You know? I feel like this was an idea that nobody thought would like. Like you know when you when you like uh like see an old friend from high school 
And you're like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, you know, we should hang out sometime. You should come over to come over to the house sometime. You know, grab a beer. And then like yeah. they actually show up. Yeah, like that's what happened fuck. with Resident Evil. Yeah. All the, a couple writers like, yeah, we should rewrite Resident <laughs> Evil. And then somebody was a director like, you should direct it. And then like there were a couple of people like, oh, like you guys should star in it. And then no one ever thought it would happen. And then everyone showed up one day like, oh shit, we're really doing this. And then they just haven't stopped. And then here we are. Yeah, uh, House of Gucci comes out next week. Oh, God, uh, Encanto. Uh, comes out next week. Uh, F is for Family uh, season five is is dropping next week too. Actually, I have I've I've missed out on the last couple of seasons, but I fucking love that show. Uh, uh, it's with um, Bill Burr is is the lead of that that show. Is it, isn't it like an animated show? It's animated yeah, uh, yeah, show yeah. on uh, Netflix. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoy that show. Um, I'm going to see Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are. He's coming to uh, uh, Baltimore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, live casino, and yeah, I think yeah. it's like February, March, or something like that. Yeah, um, can't fucking yeah, wait. You know, for all the people to be canceled, it's, it's amazing how he's sort of avoided it. He he goes for it, uh, unapologetic, <laughs> which I he love. Like, you know, yeah. and I love what like Dave Chappelle is doing. Dave Chappelle is not apologizing to anybody. He's like, I'll have the conversation with you. If, this you is, know, I'll the, talk the, to you. The Chappelle but thing is kind of a strange thing. No. Like, like so, for instance, like his entire like his alma mater school was like, oh, we don't fuck with you, Dave. I feel like at this point it's we're kind of jumping the shark a little bit in terms of like I don't I think people like it's kind of like a fad now you know I think we've crossed into that territory where I feel like people aren't really they don't really care what the original sin was they just are like oh this is what we're doing cool let's do it you know and like we're we're gonna because for people I feel like for people who know Chappelle's comedy it's hard for you to like cancel him because you have to give him enough slack to be like all right even if you said something that was like disrespectful i have to know that you weren't coming from some sort of like malicious place right because the with the way he constructs his comedy and with his social like awareness like it's not coming from like a a place of malice but a place of like trying to like understand or, or discover or and so for him to get this sort of backlash, it's kind of like, do you guys actually know like anything about his comedy? Yeah. Like, do you know anything about him, or are you just like, oh, this is the move we're making? If you we're, watch we're the just... special, like, I don't understand how. Nah, you can that, be that's mad if the, you I'll watch stop short the there. He says some things in the special that I feel like, if people are like, hey, this is, this is offensive towards uh, towards me, I don't. I feel like they 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 probably they're well within their means to say this. But so. I feel like if you watch the whole thing, right, like until the very if, end, I, I and, did and, watch the whole thing. Well, like for, for the people who are like very upset about it, right? If you watch the whole thing to the end, yes, he said some things that offended you, and yes, that was his intent. Was it like a malicious intent? Like, does he like hate gay people or trans people? No, he clearly states that time and time again throughout. The I feel special. like, but it, but it, but it, he has some weird parts. Like, so for instance, when he called himself a turf, I, I think Dave Chappelle's smart enough to know the things that he's saying before he says it. For him. so for. I don't, and what was unclear is whether he was saying that kind of tongue in cheek, like, I guess I'm a turf, or if he was like, I guess this is actually what I am. He left it so ambiguous that it's like, it's hard to figure out. And if I feel like if it weren't for the fact that he said, oh, I'm a homophobe, which I feel like that statement was clear that he was just, it's kind of a tongue in cheek, like, I guess I'm a homophobe now because they're calling me that. Um, but I feel like if he didn't say he's a homophobe and 
uh, if he, that he's on a turf. I feel like if he removes those two things, then I feel like it's a lot clearer what he's doing. But I feel like because he said that and because he left it so ambiguous and whether he actually was like being serious or not. Yeah, see, I didn't, I didn't get the ambiguity. Like I, no, I no, got because the sarcastic it, it, nature but the, to it. But the reason why I think you do is because you already familiar with Dave. You feel like you have a good sense of Dave and like, but for people who aren't, who are just watching that cold, who don't know anything else, mm-hmm. it's much harder to pick that up from like, he doesn't give you enough to know that he's, yeah or yeah. you know and i feel like a lot of those people may just already feel a certain way right right like i feel like there are a lot of people who went and watched you, you, his special you, just you because could. like you, you they could. were like oh this person said this bad thing about our community like let me watch it just I'm, to i'm sure those people f- are add fuel to the fire you I'm, know? I'm sure those people are out there but i'm telling you as somebody i'm a huge dave Chappelle fan right yeah even as i was watching it it was he said he's a turf but what does it that was, mean again it, it basically it's like trans exclusionary radical feminist i believe that's what that that stands for for a generation of people who hate being labeled they we love to label ourselves it's insane like there's a there's a label for every fucking no, type no, of so, person so, or group who feels a certain way about anything so uh so that that's somebody who actually doesn't fuck with trans people it's still a label. That's what I'm talking about. Like, goddamn, like there's, no, I, like who I, labeled them? They specifically, they labeled themselves. I, they labeled themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but I, like, I, I just like you know the millennial generation, right? Like, oh, like don't label us and don't. But like you know, we call ourselves millennials and like we will give ourselves other names or turfs for this. It's, it's I don't I can't follow this shit. Left wing, right wing. I don't know fucking which wing. I still don't know which wing is the good wing or the bad wing. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, look, all I all I have to say about this is is that I think I think that there are a lot of different conversations happening at the same time. But I think that right now, Dave, the whole thing with Chappelle has crossed into some weird territory where now it's just cool to say you don't fuck with Dave, right? Especially if you want to show the trans community that you're with them, that you support them. It's fuck Dave first. And this is like that's not enough nuance to actually have a fruitful conversation, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't I don't know it's I don't I wish that Dave wasn't as like because he got on stage afterwards and then he was like oh well I'm not going to meet you wherever you're it has to be where I say it's just like all right this is all unnecessary like I don't like if you really were trying to like mend fences and like really especially with what he said at the end of that at the special of like look I'm not going to make another trans joke until I know I'm sure we're all laughing together it feels like you're coming at it from a very odd angle. If like you're coming at it from an antagonistic angle of like, no, you will not tell me what to do. You will not. You do whatever. It, it like those aren't. It isn't the sentiment of somebody who's actually trying to like reach across. It sounds like somebody who's just being combative. You know. Um, so yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, I don't know if I would. Combative is not necessarily the word I would use. I think it's more like standing your ground. Like I, I stand firm on what I said. I'm open to have the conversation about it. If we have the conversation, it's not going to be one of those things where I come and I sit in a chair in front of a thousand of you and answer all of your questions. Yeah, and I, I will allow agree you guys that, that, to like there, there's this one me. thing that happened at a school. I fig- I forget what the school it was like Greenville. I, I forget what the fuck the school was named. But basically, like I think the teacher said something that some of the students considered to be either racist or, or just something, right? But then it like snowballed into this thing where they were talking to like the president and they had like this like not assembly but like this gathering, I guess. Uh and like they were telling like the principal like, oh don't don't like 
put your hands up because that's like aggressive. Like you got to put your hands by your side. And they were like instructing the president as he was. And I was just like, this is fucking insane. Yeah. Like, wh- like I get it if you're offended at the thing that they're saying, but this is, this is crazy. Like yeah. what the, you what gotta are we be doing? Open, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, and, I, and we can move on from this. I just yeah. think like, I think Dave is open to have, having the conversation, but what the conversation won't be is like, I'm not going to be, I'm not on trial. You're not going to put me on trial, That's fair. but we can mm-hmm. have a conversation. That's fair. That's, That's it. Fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, let's move on here. Um, let's talk about some of these headlines here. Uh, look, dude, I just watched uh, Shang-Chi and I believe that's how it's pronounced in the movie. So I'm just going to go with that pronunciation. I know people are like, no, I'm going to say Shang. It's like, all right, look, if you want to be American, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm going to go with how they pronounce it. All right. So Shang-Chi, um, highly disappointed, dude. I, I'm not going to lie. I, with how everybody was talking about the movie, I was like really looking forward to it and being like, oh shit, this is going to be, this is going to be dope. It was, I'll say this. It was cool. Just not worth what everybody was saying that like the hype that everybody was building towards. It was it was all it's like even in the Marvel lexicon lexicon. I don't even know what the fuck if that's even applicable in this context. But in the Marvel like uh, catalog of movies, I don't know if I'd rate this too high. Like I this might be more either middle of the pack or slightly below. <laughs> below For below me, that. this is not even this is below it's it's mm. not a conversation i don't blame you dude i, I, I honestly don't uh. for me this is down there at the bottom floating like ju- just like yeah, this, this, g- gasping for air with like a head just, just slightly above water just, that's really descriptive um it's for it's for with like fucking captain marvel iron man 3 uh you know, like no, iron man 2 for films. me this this i think this is better than iron man 2 for me um no, uh, mickey Rourke. yeah we we we, we i love iron man 2 as, as far as iron man 2 you lose yeah. <laughs> he kept saying that <laughs> i don't remember that at all i well, watched he had that the movie. whips and he was on the track i've watched like, that movie ah, twice once because you know you just watch it the first time and then the second time to say make sure do i actually hate this movie yeah, no, I was like, I've yes. seen it like six Confirmed. times. I, I continue. Huh? I've seen it like six times. We'll I hate it. I Love hate it. this movie. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just so surprising to me that I, like because I was really going into it, not necessarily super hyped to see it, but I was like, oh okay, like I'm expecting a certain like level, at least like a minimum level. I, I, I wasn't expecting like a, a Black Panther or um, an Endgame um, or Infinity War. Like I wasn't expecting that, but I was still expecting. And it was just like, uh, you know, this, right. this didn't feel like an MCU movie. No, nah, it definitely felt like an MCU movie for you. No, yeah, no like I, this felt like, like anybody else could have like produced this this movie, like fucking Paramount, Sony. Just so why else. would you say that? Like, so for instance, like uh, Black Panther. Like, what what would make you say that that's an MCU movie versus Shang Chi? Uh, I, I just feel like the level of like the I mean just the storyline the plot line the level of like writing action the cinematography really like some of like, the, like for example like, like we look at these movies that came out and not too far the, the closest MCU movies that have come out are the Eternals and Shang-Chi right yeah. I, I was saying it was Shang-Chi then the Eternals right mm-hmm. or was it no no yeah you, uh, a Black uh, Widow came out before or after one of them somewhere in between maybe yeah i would write this a little better than black widow i i severely disliked mm-hmm. black widow see i would no i think black widow is better i think black that, widow felt like an mcu man it was a part of the mcu because it's black widow <laughs> yeah true um but like you know eternals right like not and we've not seen anything like the eternals it is a little bit like campy it's a little bit more of like an indie film but it still felt well, okay very so, much. so i get what you i get what you mean in the sense that it didn't 
it wasn't as if it was like super woven in into everything else going on in the MCU. Like I get that. Like it didn't. This was a super standalone movie, right? Yeah. Well, but like, I guess the best way to say it, it feels connected. Like Eternals felt connected. Black yeah, Widow because Eternals has to do with like a lot of like lore when it comes to the MCU, right? Yeah. I mean, but so does like there are so many different nuggets they drop throughout Shang Chi that like tried to connect I don't think it not like the internals like the internals like the actual story is like integral to the core of yeah. the MCU but I mean where Sh- Shang Chi it was like maybe they threw in a couple of references there was um who's the uh, dude uh, who showed up in it um ah uh, fuck what's his name Wong uh yeah uh, uh, showed um, up in the from movie. uh the uh, fucking Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes a while to get yeah. there uh, <laughs> and then there are a bunch of like other little nuggets that were dropped in the film too for some reason, it just didn't. Uh, hard to explain, but it just didn't feel like an MCU movie. It didn't feel no, like that's fair. Connected I, t- t- to to me, it felt like an MCU movie, uh, but it didn't. It didn't feel like a good <laughs> or like a particularly good MCU movie. I, I feel like I've seen uh, a, a lot better from them. Um, but like, I, I the movie ended, and I was immediately like, "Well, shit! It'd be great if like it, like it, it'd be great if this was the first thirty minutes of the movie. If this whole." movie was like the first 30 minutes of the movie and then they just hit me with some other shit like yeah uh but in, in any event um like I, I i always appreciate movies that sort of like um like how they did with spider-man where they kind of don't don't really do an origin story in um spider-man homecoming it's just peter just showing up and yeah like we're here through his life that, that's kind of how i would have felt like with this like i i didn't really the the it felt like they they spent a lot of time with the backstory, which I can kind of appreciate. Like where the mo- like the mother and father met and how but they fell that in love. Story just like, didn't like pan out, and then by the end they kind of wasted because then the dad's just like, "All right, my bad," and then like they just keep it pushing. It's like yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, he, like literally as soon as the family linked back up, it's just like, "All right, well, I mean, like you defy me once, all right, fuck you." Like we're yeah. we're, we're back to war, yeah. and like in the father, his motivation. I understand you want to get the love of your life back and you believe she's behind this mountain or whatever, but it's just like, it just, all of this that you're doing just felt odd. Well, again, and and, it, and I feel like it, they could have rode with that, but they just gave up on it so quick at the end when it was just like, oh, there's this dragon thing that's, that's coming up. All right. Like we're friends again. And it's just like, what? <laughs> no, yeah. like you just were trying to kill everybody because you believed your way and you're like, you just gave up on that immediately. So then like your whole motivation was just kind of whack to begin with. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, anyways, they uh, gave I, us, I don't want to spend this movie. They gave, they give you a lot of shit. You didn't need. Yes. It was, it was, it was a lot of st- Yeah. It was, yeah, not we, enough we, of, we much, not, not enough of what you wanted to see, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought I should touch on that real quick. Uh, look, we, uh, in other headlines, uh, Shaq could have been in green mile. Did you see that? Mm, no, I didn't. Yeah, apparently he was uh, originally slated to be in Green Mile, but he said he didn't want to like be the old, you know, country dude, uh, country Negro, <laughs> who you know was, uh, yeah, I guess who he perceived as being. That's fair. I mean, slave. I don't think. Uh, I think Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, I think is, Shaq admitted to he was like, well, I mean, it turned out well for him. So yeah, so I think Shaq couldn't have done what he did for this film just with like the the, the caliber of acting. Um, and also Shaq probably didn't need the money or the yeah. opportunity as much as Michael Clark Duncan did. Yeah, I think I think this is a case where it's the correct choice to just be like, nah, even for whatever reasons that you did, 
it's better that you didn't. Yeah. Because right? I don't think, I think he could have only made this movie worse. Like he couldn't, I don't think he could have yeah, elevated I don't think there's movie. any way Shaq walks away from this. Now granted, like nothing, even the terrible shit that Shaq does and has done, like his albums that he's dropped, <laughs> movies he terrible. made that have been pure shit. You don't go back and watch Kazan? No. But like Shaq is such shit. Shaq is such a lovable guy, yeah. and he's such a, just like a great human being, like off off the court. That like even some of the mis- the mistakes he's made, and Shaq is very honest with him. He's like you know like you know I I made a rap album just because I wanted to make it, not because I was trying to be like the best rapper. I'm not competing with Jay Z and you know Nas and DMX. It's like I made a rap album because I wanted to make a rap album. I became a police sheriff because I wanted to become a police officer. I wanted to serve. I. You know, I, he does like live DJ concerts and sets often. He's like, I just wanted to learn how to do this shit and I like doing it and yeah. that's why I did it. Yeah. So could he have done this movie? Sure. Would it have tarnished Shaq's image? Probably not because we all still love Shaq. But I think he realized that like maybe somebody else deserves this opportunity. Nah, it's not it was right definitely wasn't that. He just didn't want to do it because he didn't like the actual like role or he didn't like what how he would be portrayed in the role. Yeah. Um, which, you know, the teach his own. But I, I think that. Yeah, well, teaches him. I guess is how I'll I'll leave that. Um, it was the right. It was the right decision. Adam Driver uh, never wants to go to uh, Comic Con again. Uh, he described this entire crazy fucking story where basically like he was like confined to the hotel for like a couple of days because like he couldn't even go get like a cup of coffee because like even in the hotel he couldn't even get a cup of coffee um because they were like yo if one person sees you crazy, it's, yeah, it's, it's and over and if you go out you need to be in a mask or some shit like that and he's just like yeah i don't want to do this again yeah i would uh, want so, to do look, i have no fucking problem people are crazy dude like what the fuck like you just see adam driver and just like fucking just mob of people just fucking swarm him like dudes like get a fuck he's going to do a panel in 15 minutes just yeah. you're going to see him just why like like what, what is he going to say in those 15 minutes that's going to be like life changing yeah. to you that like he's going to be like hi people go, oh my, my god ah! Kylo Ren said hi to me like no that's not what happened it's Adam Driver yeah. he said hi he has to take a piss let him go like the fuck um, I was having this conversation is, is there anybody who you would do that for who go you like crazy for? Shit for yeah nah bro like I mean, yeah, like, I can't imagine it, dude. I, I, I literally, I've, I've I, met, I you know, like for example, I met Kanye twice. Who? Kanye West. Yeah. How was that? It was, it was chill. He was chill. Like we just, had, we had shit to do. It was like, it was like we were working. We were doing like a sneaker launch, sneaker for Adidas, right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. So I'm like, you know, cool. You know. Yeah. The, good the reason to meet why you. I was, the reason why I, I paused was because it's like there are so many things I would try to ask Kanye. Just why. Why are you the way you are? Like it's, it's like an office thing. <laughs> yeah. Why do you choose to be the way you or however the fucking line goes? But for us, it was just like yeah, like we're professionals. We're here working. Like yeah. you know, it, it, did did he seem Kanye like? He was. Like, he really quiet. Really yeah. like reserved to himself. Just like not in the instance when we were there and I was around him. Like it was. Um. He just seemed very like quiet and humble. Just like. Um, you know, we're here to do this thing. I'm going to present these people with these shoes of mine. I'm going to give autographs, take pictures. I'm going to be here for 15 to 20 minutes or so. Then I'm out. It wasn't like the the drama yeah, queen sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's business as usual. Yeah. Really nice guy. You said hi to him. He said hello to you. Wow, that was it. Um, now, granted, like I've seen him be like a dickhead. You know, I watched the, uh, um, the Drink Champs mm-hmm. interview. Mm-hmm. Great interview. Very entertaining. <laughs> Always good for content, this yeah. guy. Yeah. Fuck, God. Great That content. was a great interview. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I'm just not one of those people, like, you know, like, uh, who gets starstruck. 
I've seen yeah, many celebrities. I've like, never, dude. I, I I might see like I it, won't it, even go up ask for a picture or no, fuck that. Because like what like I never go back and look at pictures anyways. Yeah, so we're gonna what scroll back. Like, oh my yeah. god, twenty seventeen <laughs> when I met Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Like, oh, it was yeah. great. <laughs> Chef Goku. <laughs> um, no, but but it, it's it's always been kind of weird to me because people, um, I, I there's nobody that I idolize. There's people who I there's people who I'm curious about. Like I'm just curious. Like so, for instance, my favorite player in the NFL, although he's he's been acting like an idiot as of late, is Aaron Rodgers. Right? If I get in Aaron Rodgers' presence, I'm not like, oh my god, it's Aaron Rodgers. I just want to be like, fam what's this and this like like i you know what i mean like i don't i want to have like a co- i would love to have a conversation with the people not like just geeking out oh my god i just love everything you do and i just i i, I don't idolize people i just like i just like yo i i respect you what about like what's up with these things you know what i mean like i just i'm curious is you know and yeah. the questions that i don't see people asking you i want to ask you you know yeah and so yeah i i, I fuck with i, I get what exactly what you mean <laughs> you know this this may come off the wrong way but like uh, I feel like for, at least in my experience, like for a lot of men, it's hard to get like super freaked out like and then like idolize certain celebrities, right? Because it's like that dude, that celebrity, if you freak out when you see him, he's like, yo, the fuck away from me. Like you're a grown man and I'm a grown man. Like, I, don't, I don't, but for me, I don't think it's, I don't think it's actually that. I don't, I don't really care about like the response from the person. I just don't, I don't have that in me. Like, like I don't, I don't. I don't care enough. Like, uh, there's nobody. The only person who I I would like freak out to see is like my family. If I, it's been like a long time since we like post pandemic yeah. and or not post pandemic because we're clearly still in the pandemic. But like when we could when it was like kind of safe to 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 see each other again, I was like freaking like when I saw my little nephew, I was freaking out to see my little nephew. You know, I was geeking yeah. out over that. You know, yeah, yeah. But that's if I one just thing. Fucking see shannon sharp at the fucking you know costco i'm not gonna be like oh my god shannon yeah. shannon sign my arm like if no. i saw shannon because i love shannon sharp I, I you know i'd like yeah, want to say hello i'd like you know yeah. what's up unk? you know what i mean yeah. something, something chill but you know love your show listen to the podcast you know keep doing what you're doing you know blah 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 That's i'd, I'd want to i'd want to again i'd want to talk to shannon which yeah. i know in those like you know brief interactions you're not able to do so i'd just be like eh, all right i'd be like oh shit yeah, I'm right. like, hey, what's up, Unc? You know what I mean? Let us show. Let the shrimp that I came blah, 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 for. Yeah. And then let's go about our day. I don't want, yeah. like, for me, it's like mostly about like, I don't want to uh, hold them up too much. Because yeah. like, I can only imagine how difficult it must be for you're like a well-known celebrity to like, just go get a cup of coffee. And then yeah. like, I don't want to be the and one who's like, like, oh my God. I'm like, yo, like. But that's just it. I, you I enjoy don't, your coffee. I, I wouldn't even, even if I knew they were, they would be okay with it. I like, I don't. I don't care enough to do that. Like, there's yeah. not like I don't know this person, so why am I like freaking out? Like, I like again, like if it was like my little nephew that I haven't seen in forever, forever, or like my sister who I haven't seen forever, then it's like yes, this person, right? I don't fucking, I don't. This person's never said hello to me. Like, I don't know you, so why the fuck am I? Anyways, yeah, I remember I saw yeah. Pusha T. Uh, I was it was it was in D.C. We were le- going to this hookah bar called Gazuza, and he was on his way out, right? Yeah. And we were like passing each other, like in the like little stairwell area. I was like, "What up, Push?" Dapped him off. Keep pushing. No one stopped moving. Yeah, that was like he was going up. To, uh, I was going up the steps. He was going down the steps. What up, Push? Dap. Keep the fuck going, like that's yeah. it. And that for me, that's all it needs. Pre-pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pre-pandemic. This is like <laughs> 2017 or whatever, and that's all it needed yeah. to be. But anyway, Fair enough. Um, John Krasinski said that he uh, basically. Uh, so, um, uh, what's his name? Kevin. 
what's his name? Uh, who's Kevin off the office? What's his real name? Uh, it's like I don't fuck. remember his name. Uh, his real name. Uh, Brian uh, Ball Gartner. I think that's Bum Gartner. Whatever. He's coming out with a new basically tell all book for the office, right? Uh, and so I guess he's doing like all these like interviews and things like that. So one of the interesting interviews that he did was with John Krasinski, in which uh, Krasinski talks about how he basically there was a storyline. I don't know if you remember in season, I think it was like seven or eight. Uh, it was probably eight with the office where basically there was like an intern that was working there and she and, and Jim and Dwight and all them, they went down to Florida um, and uh, the uh, intern was basically trying to hook up with Jim and then Jim gets Dwight in the room and Dwight's just doing Dwight in terms of like fucking like spraying shit on the bed because he thinks there's bed bugs and shit. But uh, apparently it was originally supposed to be set that Jim was supposed to be making out with this intern mm. um and the, obviously that would basically accounted for him essentially cheating uh on on pam but then john kaczynski was like nah he put the kibosh on that like nah nigga i ain't gonna fucking have me go out like a sucker like yeah and, and honestly good on him let clap it out for fucking john kaczynski because if he would have did that i don't know if people look at the office the same i don't think people look at John Krasinski the same I think that changes the trajectory for both the show and for him personally yeah because um, uh, that's Jim that's, and Pam yeah. is one of the most like beloved, beloved TV couples. relationships yeah. right Absolutely, so yeah. that would have definitely had like a huge impact on the how people viewed the character and unnecessary like yeah. there was like there was nothing th- that would have gone against what the reason why we feel so much for Jim and Pam is because we saw Jim scrap and wait and yeah. just it, it would have gone against yeah. everything that he did in seasons prior to like get Pam's attention. You know what exactly, I mean? right? Yeah. It would be like in one moment you undid everything. All the reasons why the fans fell in love with the character, you yeah. undo all of that for Absolutely, them. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, smart, him. smart move. Like And good for him as like the actor in the show to say like, you know what, like, I'm sure the writers probably wanted to do it, produce whoever, but they're like the uh, the creator for the show. I think they wrote it in, but I think he had to go to the creator to shore. I think it was a, was it David Shore? Yeah. And be like, you know what? I don't think this character should do this. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add value. Like, or Greg Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, very smart for him. Now I did. People say Jim and Pam are one of like the most like, you know, iconic TV relationships. I heard uh, something that like really challenged that in a really interesting way. Right. Cause it's like throughout the whole uh, series, Jim essentially does all of this shit for Pam. No, right. No, I, th- I think I, I think that's I, I think what you're about to say is stupid. So is, the I, the I'm, thing where like all right, uh, bought her the house. Yeah. Uh, started. Remember he started that company. Yeah, the business. He bought her the house without actually telling her he bought the house. Right. So she. Well, it's really also you know it was she a, it was on half. It was a buyer's market. It was a buyer's market. Right. But like yeah. he started the business for um uh, you know the the sports agency right yeah. that he started but then did he like leave yeah, the business yeah. Yeah, to she, come back? She, she put out two kids for him. She out of her vagina, she pushed out two kids. I don't want to fucking hear he started a sports agency. Fuck that. Mm, I don't agree. And and, and also too, it, it was it was a case where basically he was trying to like he was wanting to like uproot their life from what they know. That's hard for anybody under any circumstance, right? So he's not doing that for her. He was doing that for him, right? So well, sure. I mean, yes, I'm pursuing my dream and I you know, want you to come with me. But like, it's also this is like a us thing. This is how we could like take care of our family and have like a better yeah, life. They're taking for care family. of their family now. And I mean now at a meaningless show. job that they both hate. Now like, they're making well, we guap could, on. What do you mean? Were they making guap? Well, commission checks were right. 
You we never him. saw <laughs> the checks. We never <laughs> saw the checks. But like, you know, that's like, yeah. oh, you think you're going to make more money at a startup? They um, might even cut you a check for like two years. <laughs> I, I think it's like, you know, we have this opportunity here to be like, you know, business owners to start this and maybe have this like great sports agency. Or we could just stay in Scranton and sell paper at Thunder Mifflin. Yeah. No, no, I, I get you in the sentiment. Well, I guess when I'm what the thing that I'm refuting is that, oh, my God, he just did everything for Pam and she didn't do shit for him. Um, I, I feel like during the course of the series, I, I don't for people who like. So, for instance, I heard things from Pam's side in terms of like uh, it was really sexist how and I'm trying to remember exactly what the sentiment was. It was like sexist how um how I, I forget there's something that Jim did that they or or that's just the sentiment of their relationship that they're like oh this is kind of sexist a little bit I was like nah that's not really fucking true either I, I feel like they they had a really balanced relationship in terms of like they they did for each other right um so for instance when she she could have made the whole art thing work out she was like you know what I'm about to marry this dude let's just see where this fucking goes you know and then but she also she, was not like committed to her art at all throughout the show she was I, actually, but I, but really I think good. he was. I think he was a big part of why she wasn't committed. Like, so for instance, if he wasn't in the picture, like, so for instance, at the end of season three, if he doesn't come back and is like, "Hey, let's go on a date," I think that changes her trajectory because she doesn't really have anything at the office outside of just being this job that she's had forever. I think that's when she started to sort of pick it up with, "Okay, like, let me just start." feeling myself out and, and, and figure out what I want to do. I think if he's not in a picture, I think she leans way more into that. Now, obviously, we're speculating. It's a fucking show. Who the fuck knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but I, I don't buy into this shit that, you know, she, I don't know. When I look back at their relationship, her. I think they uh, I think that's how, they kind of just everybody held each other it. back. Everybody I'm glad they love each other, <laughs> but they really just held each other back. That's what, they, that's what it is. Or they found what they needed, which was each other. That's how I choose to view it. Nah, they held each other back. <laughs> All right, Rain doesn't believe in love, but it's it's fine. Um, let's move on. Uh, uh, Chrissy Teigen. This is the last uh, headline. Uh, Chrissy Teigen. Um, a little bit in uh, hot water because she apparently tried to like basically recreate Squid Games, uh, and uh, and people were like, "Oh, well, you didn't understand that. You didn't understand what was happening there because if you did, you probably wouldn't be trying to recreate it because it's actually an indictment, basically, on people like you." Yeah. Like, what do you mean she's trying to recreate it? Like, uh, essentially, like, it was, like, fun with her friend, like, friends and shit. She wasn't, like, fucking gathering yeah, yeah, yeah. poor people I'm, up. No, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> is she, like, did she, like, start writing a script and, like, is she, like, no, filming no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, so no, she, she literally was, like, playing Squid Games, though, like, their fashion of Squid Games mm. with, like, friends and shit. It wasn't at all that serious. But yeah, I, hopefully Alec Baldwin wasn't there. Like, because, Jesus Christ. Like, too soon. Is it? It is too soon. Yes, Dude, I can definitively. The say news cycle moves soon. fast. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> you know, too soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, uh, with I can't even fucking think, sir. Jesus Christ, that was yeah, yeah, dark, dude. The joke is that Fuck. good when it stops everyone in their oh tracks. Oh my god, that was dark, dude. Um, so uh, safety first. I, I'm curious I'm what you think about that. Do you think it's appropriate for her to? Given what Squid Games is, and I, you've watched Squid yeah. Games, yeah. Um, given what it was about, do you think it's appropriate for somebody like her, wealthy, wealthy, <laughs> uh, yeah. to sort of make light of it or, or, or whatever? So, Squid Games was a really interesting show and had a lot of like social undertone, right? It talked about like wealth and power and privilege and all those stuff. And basically, sure. you know, really wealthy people being able to play a game with poor people who are like, you know, 
who don't have the wealth that they have or suffering from debt and all that stuff. Right. And there's, and there's lots of, lots of other, uh, under undertones in it. Right. About like how people who are like in, who are struggling, kind of like what we talked about earlier, people who grow up in these situations where their life is, is a war zone or they grow up in poverty and they'll like, you know, crabs in a barrel, they'll jump at any other opportunity. They'll climb over each other. They'll, do anything to try and survive right yeah and that's like a lot of what is into the show so i think if, if chrissy teigen is playing squid games in her own home with her own friends and if everybody's on board that's fine now if she went to like you know fucking a, a poor neighborhood somewhere and like had a bunch of like people homeless people hop into the back of a truck and say hey, like, we're gonna go play squid games like that would be fucked up but if, if i have a people over in in a couple of like tonight and then we play like a version of squid games like i don't fucking think it matter like whether you have whether you're rich or you're not really that rich if you decide like hey we're gonna take this thing that we all really enjoy this like social thing that's happening right now like find a way to make it fun and make it our own i don't see anything wrong with that i think people just get too hurt or butt hurt when rich people do certain things sometimes yeah but i think that's like the point is that you're rich and this thing is basically critiquing the rich um and showing how fucked up society is and and it's explicit misunderstanding not misunderstanding but it's explicit either misunderstanding or not give a fuck on chrissy teigen's part to be like let's play squid games right like you're missing basic the entire fucking point of this thing that was very obvious um you're, but it's you're, like you're damn it. like I can, they can't have fun like, and, and it's because like rich and famous people they're always under no, a microscope you can, no, no, right you, you can have fun and i understand that you're always under a microscope when you're when you're wealthy right but you can have fun but in this speci- with this specific show in this specific context i really feel like you're missing the mark now here's where i stand on it is i feel like uh, both sides need to chill the fuck out chrissy probably needs to chill the fuck out maybe read the room a little bit right read the room you're in a little bit with this with this one right maybe don't maybe do something else maybe don't even call so it i'm game. guessing she like filmed it and she uh put it up I on like social just, media I, I or something like that on social media yeah. gotcha she's coming so it really it's like maybe just next time just don't put it on social media because you know how people are going to react to it and people are going to like act stupid right yeah i feel like if you don't flaunt it around then maybe you know you can kind of skate by but then on on alternatively on like on the other side of people saying like oh my god like you you know how dare you it's just like it's not that serious, dude. Like, I don't, it's yeah, not, it's like, it's are not, you that upset? Chrissy Teigen was playing squid games in her own yeah. home. Like what do you have nothing else to care I, I think about? People, I think people still fucking feel the type of way about Chrissy Teigen because, uh, you know, she had the whole bullying thing. Where yeah. No, I don't like fucking Chrissy Teigen. All. Every time I hear her name, I'm like, what, why, what does she, what does she do? <laughs> she models, dude. That's her, that's her thing. She's a model. Or she was a model. I don't know what the fuck she does. No, I guess she's an actress. No, Modeled no. where? For what? Dude, I don't fucking know. You pull her Wikipedia up. I don't know. Yeah, like you always <laughs> tell not, me. Not worth my Google. time. <laughs> not worth my time. Right? Listen, but I it, don't like Chrissy Teigen. I don't know what she's famous for. I don't know what she does. I don't know what her talent is. She just not not to diminish her, like you know, as a woman or whatnot. I only know her as John Legend's wife. Like I don't know like what she actually. No, she was does. definitely she's definitely like a model. Like, yeah, she she had a life before John sure, Legend. Like, great, great for her. But like, yeah. she, I just find her to be. She does and says a lot of stupid shit, and I just wish she'd shut the fuck up. I but I think that that's that's the reason why anybody's talking about this is because she's just for me yo john legend's such a lovable guy i, I feel like him and will need to get no, together again, like 
You guys need to <laughs> come here. Sit the fuck down. Y'all but, doing but, too much. But again, this is about narratives, right? We view John Legend as such a lovable guy. He might be a piece of shit himself, but it's because of the image that he projects and because he only lets us see that quote unquote lovable side of himself that, that we think, oh man, why is he with this person who's sort of kind of obnoxious a little bit? ridiculous yeah. cunt. Um, but really, Jesus Christ. Um, but, <laughs> I wish we uh, Huh? I whispered it. See, yeah, that's you didn't even have to acknowledge thing. it. I no, I definitely did. I definitely did. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so so that's it for headlines. Um, look, uh, let's talk uh, real quick about a thing that I I did want to talk about super quick, and we don't have to talk about it that long. Um, so you know these these shows that are out there, right? Talking Sopranos, uh, Drama Queens, right? Um, these shows that basically give you a behind, like they go basically through episode of episode of whatever the show is right i don't know if we need these shows and i understand that i have no control clearly of whether these you know things get put out there i'm gonna ask how you feel about it because i was i was watching uh so uh, a lot of people may make fun of me i don't give a fuck i i love this show i adore the show uh one tree hill not all of the show maybe seasons one through six uh i i think i i you know enjoyed everything out that after that is pretty pretty garbage but I, I I adore that show. Um, and they have this thing called Drama Queens. I believe that's what the podcast is called, where they basically either go through episodes of it or they just basically talk about like the behind the scenes of it. Um, uh, and the, a lot of things are coming out from that. Like the, basically they've created the shows, super fucking creep. Uh, and like the, the, the set, uh, the, the, the atmosphere on set was like not great, you know, I don't know if I need to know that, dude. I, uh, you know, and obviously, it's my choice on whether I listen to their podcast or not. But yeah. even when I see the fucking headlines, it kind of ruins the show for me. I'm not going to lie. And is me enjoying the show as important as them living their truth? In my mind, kind of. <laughs> I don't mean to be a piece of shit about it. No, like, so like these, the, the, the people on the Drama Queens podcast, they're essentially like doing a podcast about like stuff that happened behind the scenes of your favorite show. Yeah, right? they're, they're talking about all the all the things like the, the you know, the, the, and, and they're doing this for, for a lot of the shows like the OC, they're doing this mm-hmm. for for the Sopranos, they're doing this and it's kind of like in some respects, I do appreciate behind behind the scenes information. Like you can you get behind the scenes of like you know movies, shows, and like that all the time. But I think this is different in that they're going through like pretty detailed accounts of stuff that's not great. Usually, when you get behind the scenes, it's like, oh hey, this is our thought process when it came to this scene, or this is our thought process when it came to that thing, um, or this storyline, or whatever the case is. But this is like, yeah, no, um, I kept getting felt up. You know, when I would try to get my morning bagel by this one producer and it's just like fuck how can yeah. i watch your show <laughs> i can't i can't watch the show after that I, yeah. I can't and i love the show i can't watch it after you say all this stuff and it's just like and i appreciate them living their truth but at the same time i can't fucking watch the show afterwards and i love the show so what do i do you know yeah uh, a couple years ago i was in new york city right and i was mm-hmm. walking into this restaurant and there were these people outside protesting the restaurant like this place is terrible and this company they abuse animals and like you know they had like you're posters. about to say something terrible, dude. No, 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 no. <laughs> they had posters with pictures. Yeah. Like, they were trying their hardest not to get you to walk in the door, mm-hmm. right? I don't give a fuck. I still went inside. Yeah. And this is Chipotle. I went inside. <laughs> <laughs> I went inside. And you know what? Like, I was just going to get a, a, a steak burrito. But I got the double meat. You know what I mean? Like, And I sat 
at the window. <laughs> I, I didn't want to miss. And just looked at them. Yeah, I didn't want to miss all the shit that was going on because they were like yelling and screaming and they were going at people. So I sat at the window. I ate my double meat burrito and I continued to enjoy the thing that I enjoyed. <laughs> Yo, I don't give a fuck what you say or do. You're if I like something, there's nothing much that you can really say that's gonna not make me like the thing. Really, that's interesting. Listen. On the way here, I was listening to that. You know that, um, you remember that drinks in the air? The Keith Murray and Art Kelly? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that song. Sorry, I'm not, Art Kelly's a fucking scumbag. Okay, so that's slightly different. I'm not going to not listen to the song. That's slightly different from what I'm talking about because, okay, that's like somebody whose artwork, like, it, it's like a, it's a direct thing, right? Like, Art Kelly's like on the song and he's singing a song and it's just like, fuck, this is a little whatever, right? But I'm talking about like, watching it's weird because it's like people talking about a show who acted in the show who acted well in the show who i'm sure were like yeah they they gave their all to the show and so it's like i can't enjoy your performance or the stories or anything like that if i know all this crazy shit was happening behind the scenes because now i can't just watch the show now every time i watch the show i'm thinking about oh shit did you just when you when you yell cut you know is somebody trying to fill you up or some shit like you know like now i can't just watch the show i feel like that's different from like an r kelly song or, or not even an r kelly song but like or just listening to music i feel like is a little different from like watching a shit because gotcha. you're understanding as you're watching it you're thinking about like all the things that were going on during the time because it's thing actually happening sailed. like yeah. it, i don't know what the fuck was going on when r kelly was fucking writing whatever song but it's i, I don't know for sure when i, I want to know <laughs> yeah. i don't want to know we don't want to know um <laughs> uh, but like you know again long story short to answer your question like it's it's the thing where it's like if that show was filmed you know so many every years ago if that movie was made however many years ago like and if i still enjoy the thing i'm gonna watch it it is unfortunate what happened during the creation of this thing and i hope that whoever did the wrong thing you know i hope they but get it's like the creator justice. of the show that's like it's so it's like it's not something you can really like it's like oh this is one you know production assistant that did some fucked up shit no yeah it's the literally the creator of the show and then it kind of trickles down from there and so it's just like oh my god damn it you bastard next episode uh, so <laughs> i don't i don't know what to tell you yeah i i don't know i and maybe i am thinking about it a little too deep but also i feel like it, it's an actual thing of like they're living their truth which they should do but it's kind of for the thing that people know you for it's like painting it in this really just alternative light that i i don't and i'm not saying that in in the, in the vein of they shouldn't talk about it but i am saying it in a vein of like fuck well can i not go back and not am i asking i'm like talking to myself basically of like fuck i don't really want to go back and watch that now, even though i i, I love the thing and so I don't know. I just I, I I caught myself kind of struggling with that a little bit, and I just didn't know if it was this, obviously it's not safe for you. You're yeah, I mean, someone there, died yeah. probably making this beer. <laughs> All right, <laughs> ah, refreshing. Why why would you in, like why would you indulge in like the like you seem like you enjoyed it more because of that? <laughs> I don't, yeah, you, you know what that, dark that sip was guy. actually pretty Next, good. Uh, I don't know okay. what it was about it, nah, but um, right. yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> uh, all right, let, let's check out. Can't save uh, everybody. <laughs> let's jump into our trailers, man. Uh, so I'm actually really fucking excited to see this trailer because obviously it's blown up. Um, have you already watched it? You probably did. You son no. of a bitch. No, yeah, I don't like these Spider-Man movies. 
I'm done with Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, that's fair. We've gotten uh, way too many Spider-Man. I didn't. I didn't like No Way Home, uh, Wrong Way Home, Left Turn Home. <laughs> fucking. Uh, what, what are the movies called again? Like uh, Homecoming, uh, Far From Home, and then No Way Home. Go Home. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! At this point, just go home. <laughs> okay. In the movie, if he's not at home, I'm going to be upset because like, he's putting everybody in danger. At this point, he's being irresponsible. But what don't go you, home? What do you not actually like about the movies? Because you're you're talking about the home, which is obviously the title of the movie. But what's do you, like? I'm sure I'm sure there's something about the movies that you don't appreciate. So one of the things I don't like about this how this particular Spider-Man story is being told, it's like it is much more junior in um in in uh, like the maturity level of like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, right? But Toby Maguire's how Spider-Man is supposed to be? Well, like, if you follow the comic books, right? Like, you know, I think he starts yeah, off in college. If you follow the comic book, it's explicitly basically him. No, you're you're talking about the animated series, right? Like that cuz that's what took you through basically him in No, I think in, in, the, in, in the even at the very beginning, I think when Spider-Man uh, first becomes Spider-Man, he it happens like in like as in his college years, right? That's not that. That might have been the animated again. That might have been the animated series, but that's not the actual like Spider-Man Spider-Man story, right? Like it's it happens. Well, I watched when... Stan Lee's interview. <sighs> okay, all right. This was Stan Lee saying this. Like, was it Stan Lee saying that exactly? Yes. No, it was not. You know yes, why? It was. Because every iteration, or not every every iteration, but the original story of Spider-Man has him in high school going through this. Like. Mm. I don't know. All right, whatever. We we may just agree to disagree. Fair enough. I watched the Stanley interview, and he was like, when he was creating the character, he got told like this will never work. People hate spiders. No one cares about teenagers, mm-hmm. right? Um. Anyway, so I, I, what I don't like about this You're a teenager in high school, you're a teenager in college sometimes, unless you failed. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, what I don't like is like uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man seemed a little bit more older, a little bit more mature. There was like, you know, sure, there was a relationship with Mary Jane and then all of those things. But like, there was also like a sense of like, right, I've got responsibilities now. I've got like, you know, with great power comes great responsibilities and I have to like rise to that occasion. I think Uncle Ben being there kind of like inspired him to like do more and like be greater. Right. And I like that storyline. What I don't necessarily like about this particular storyline is this movie is very much about like, Tom Holland always like jeopardizing, you know, kind of putting like not necessarily intentionally putting people in danger, but it's like it's it's just about like him and his relationship with Mary Jane, and then like he's just like, going above, you know, he's he's putting everything else, all the other important things behind his like saving Mary Jane and their isn't, relationship. Isn't that the whole idea of basically uh, of Spider or not just even Spider Man, but like of superheroes altogether of them basically just. I, I, I kind of just want to just be a normal person. I just want to like live a normal life and fall in love and not you know, Captain like, America. He went into the ice 70 years ago. Yeah, but actually that was the same thing, right? Like if we're looking at his relationship with Peggy Carter, right? Like he he literally he literally went back in time for her. <laughs> Very literally. True. Um, so I, I feel like, you know, and I think that's why I appreciate Spider-Man stories because it's, and that's why I appreciate Tom Holland's uh, iteration of Spider-Man is because it really does explore what it's like to be a kid and have all this fucking responsibility thrusted on you because of the thing you're capable of doing and it's very it very much is a quintessential question of do you owe it to society 
like he says, you know, when we first see him in um, um, Civil War, uh, you know, if you if you have the ability to do something and then the bad things happen and you don't do anything, well, they happen because of you. Um, and I think that's what we're grappling with, uh, you know, uh, his iteration of Spider-Man yeah. more so than I think we've we've done. In that's true. Any other iteration. I feel like a lot of the danger that like his friends get put in and Mary Jane are because he's like, you know, he wants to be like, oh, I just want to hang out with you and like be boyfriend and girlfriend or whatnot and uh and that is now exposing you to a lot of danger right and then when these dangerous things happen it's like he's dedicating a lot of his time and his attention to like saving that her in that character yeah. versus like like rising to the occasion like what we see with like a character like um like you know iron man or captain america or like some of these other characters that i enjoy watching their stories a little bit more i just wish we got like a little older more mature peter parker yeah that's fair um so uh spider-man no way from home uh this is the second trailer to drop for it uh and basically the story here is he by the end of spider-man um far from home everybody knows that he's spider-man right that uh i think mysterio um basically lets everybody know that hey uh peter parker spider-man and so uh peter links up with dr strange to like do some sort of hokey spell or some shit like that in order to make everybody forget goes haywire and boom we get some sort of multiversal action here um and uh yeah so this is uh, directed by john watts and written by chris uh, mckenna Eric Sommers, uh, and obviously stars Tom Holland, Zendaya, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, and of course, the very lovely Marissa Tomei, uh, the best Aunt May ever. Um, and this movie is due out December 17th of this particular year. It's interesting that they're le- releasing this trailer now. You would think they would either just hold it or release the trailer like a lot earlier than now, but whatever. Um, either way, I'm very excited to see this. Yeah. Without further ado. Hit us. Ever since I got bit by that spider, I've only had one week where my life has felt normal. That was when you found out. that spell where you wanted everyone to forget the Peter Parker Spider-Man. We started getting some visitors. From every universe. Hello, Peter. Peter Parker. I'm sorry, what was your name again? Dr. Otto Octavius. (laughs) Wait, no, seriously, what's your actual name? There are others out there. We need to send them back. So, Scooby-Doo this crap. You know, all this is kind of your mess. I know a couple of magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please. Scooby-Doo this crap. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. I'm sorry, kid. 
Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way. There isn't. They're a danger to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Peter. You're struggling. Damn it. Everything you want. While the world tries to make you choose. This is all my fault. I can't save everyone. They're starting to come through, and I can't stop them. December 17th, exclusively at movie theaters. Tickets on sale November 29th. Spike. Okay, guy. I didn't need that. Like, okay. I was already going to go see the movie. Yeah. And I don't even like Spider-Man. But I was already going to go. It was just... I get it. <laughs> like, it's the big bat. I feel like the first teaser in the trailer that we saw was, like, enough. To mm -hmm. your point with this movie coming out December 17th, which is like, like literally just 30 days from now, why I feel like this trailer was poorly timed. Either you should have released this sooner or just hold on to it. And you know, the buzz is already there. It's a Spider-Man movie. People are going to go see it. I don't get why they released this trailer. Yeah. I think they released it because <clears throat> maybe they were trying to, apparently there's so much stuff with the film that they, we didn't get with the trailer so many little secrets and cameos like it's pretty well rumored that uh, uh andrew garfield and um toby mcguire are going to be mm -hmm. back uh, which was confirmed in this trailer was it so you remember <clears> that <throat> point where dr octopus has like peter up against the wall upside down and he takes off his mask and he yeah, says he's you're not, not peter. peter no no that that's the acknowledgement that there are other peter parkers mm -hmm. out there but that's not like they're going to be in the movie uh and there's a scene in the trailer where there are apparently like two Spider-Mans. It's like when Sandman is creating that like whirlwind in that shot. There's apparently two Spider-Mans. Fair enough. All I'm trying to say is it's rumored that there. Yeah. It is, it's not a, because Andrew Garfield has gone out of his way to say, I am not in this fucking movie. Stop asking me. I don't care about your questions. I am not in this movie. Okay. He's literally gone out of his way to, to, to state this. Um, uh, uh, so anyways, I, I, I think it was necessary in a sense of you don't want to release that too early. So people dissected 18 ways, you know, from Sunday and are able to figure out exactly what the fuck's going on based off of this and that you want to release it closer to the movie coming out so that you're not kind of kneecapping yourself with the movie itself. Um, I thought that on its own, regardless of the time that it was put out, I thought that that was a that was a good trailer. I felt something like I felt a narrative being drawn that Peter's trying to save everybody and he's just not going to be able to do it. He's going to have to make a choice on who he saves. And does he sacrifice Mary Jane in order to save everybody else? Does he sacrifice everybody else in order to save Mary Jane? Does he just save himself? Like he's going to have to make choices here. Um, and I think that that was conveyed very well in, in the trailer that I didn't get from the other trailers like I, I i thought the the teaser trailer that we got was just about him fucking up the multiverse um which i think this creates more of a narrative right that uh that that we're going to see with him um i enjoyed it I, I thought i thought it was a good trailer um i i've actually not hated 
the this this iteration of of spider-man and and i think that this will be a nice sort of cap off yeah um, for for the trilogy i still think toby mcguire's first two films were the best uh, spider-man iterations that i've seen now it's interesting that you say the first two films because i feel like those were the ones that didn't maybe the, you could argue the second one more so obviously than the first one but those actually didn't have a lot to do with him growing up quote unquote like it was the third one that was like he was dealing with some pretty adult shit yeah for sure for sure yeah. that's you know obviously it's like seven years in <laughs> to yeah. him being like but like at least in like the first and not even to um put these movies against each other i'm just saying that's my those Perfect. are my favorites sure. right um i think the stories that have been told in like tom holland's spider-man I don't. I haven't particularly enjoyed the storyline. I haven't. The, I mean, the action, the suit, the you know, they've been funny and witty and interesting. And like the the last film with Mysterio, the the visual effects were insane. I still go back to the fact that I don't particularly enjoy the storyline, and I do hope that like in this film we're gonna have to see him like kind of like grow up and make some more mature decisions, right? Yeah. Like like he said. He can't save everybody. So what is he going to choose? Is he going to choose like, I just want to live my personal life. And even if that is at um, the expense of a lot of other people that I care about that need my help, or do I have to become an adult now? Maybe my personal life suffers, but I keep the city safe. Either way, we'll find out uh, December 17th. Yeah. Um, Let's jump here to, uh, to our second trailer, Moon Knight. Uh, this was uh, directed by Jeremy Slater or created by Jeremy Slater uh, and multiple writers because it's a it's a series. Uh, and this tells the story of Mark Spector, who is a former CIA agent whose life is saved by uh, the moon god. Uh, you, you guys are going to have to forgive me here. Hanshu? Kanshu? I believe that's pronounced. Uh, but obviously this is starring Isaac, uh, Oscar Isaac. Fucking love him. Um, Ethan Hawke, uh, Gaspard Yuli, I believe that's how that's pronounced, and May uh, Kalamoe, who, uh, among others, uh, and this is due out in 2022. Don't know exactly when, but at some point in 2022, we're going to get Moon Knight. Um, let's check out this teaser from uh, from Moon Knight. Moon Knight. I was the best in what I did. I got in, got out. No one got hurt. Until I discovered something I was never meant to see. That's when they came for me. Now, I'm coming for them. Trying to figure out if you're supposed to kill me or give me a pet dog. 
Gotham's Night of Vengeance must carry out your luminous will. sure that was the trailer no, yeah i don't know i don't think so that might not have been i feel like that was a, a fan made teaser seems like it yeah uh yeah that that does not seem like it was the actual moon knight trailer uh let me see here hold on i was told that the teaser came out so this might be my fault might be my <laughs> fault no worries the um, internet's a scary place easily fooled um one thing though i gotta while you do that yeah, I'm really excited for the upcoming Blade introductions. That's the movie I'm waiting for. Marshal Ali's Blade. Um, we saw a bit of. We didn't see him. We'd heard his voice at the end of was it? Yeah, the Eternals, um, where Kit Harrington's character he like goes and gets the sword, and he's supposed to become like the um, what is it like? Wait, the, um. You haven't seen. Let's uh, let's slow up. Let's slow up. Okay, so this is the second time Blade's character has been um, introduced, and you know if you follow the comic books, uh, Blade and the Moon Knight they uh, sometimes work together, and we may also see Blade in Morbius because if you follow the comic books, Blade we're definitely not going to see Blade in Morbius. I've I, we've well, had this exact conversation. We have. Before. We have. I hope. I hope they at least fucking hint to him or something. We may not see him because I know they're Marvel rights and Sony rights, but I hope they at least like acknowledge that relationship to Blade and Spider-Man and all that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't wait to see Marshall Ali as Blade. But uh, as far as this Moonlight thing goes, obviously we did not see the trailer. Uh, I think it was a teaser that got put out by um, uh, Disney Plus Day or whatever it's called. Um I could try to set it up, but it's like it's like thirty seconds long. I'm I'm seeing. Um, is it worth it? Let me know. Do you want to? Is it worth it to pull it up and for us to react? Um, the like, actual teaser. Yeah. Yeah, we got more show to do. Yeah, let's just move on. Let's Maybe move we'll on. Do, we might try it next week. Uh, that was my fault, my mistake. I had the wrong wrong link. In any event, we'll move on. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we can't be perfect all the time. Yeah, guys, okay? yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, I just, I just want to say, Kobe miss sometimes. I was watching that. Yeah, and I really wanted to comment. This fucking sucks, and this yeah. is why I don't watch any Marvel <laughs> movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then to come to find out, this is it's not, not the, the real. Yeah, 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 no, the the Moon Knight. Um, this looks like it's going to be a really dope story. I mean, yeah. like, um, one of the big villains in this is rumored to be like Dracula. Um, Ethan Hawke is making his I MCU introduction. It has Oscar Isaac. It has Oscar Isaac. I'm going to watch. Yeah, and enjoy. The, the, it. the boy hasn't missed. Um, Never has this dude missed. I, yeah, it can, can, uh, Addy, I know you're. You know, you 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 say a lot of. You have a lot of hot takes. Uh, have you ever watched an Oscar Isaac movie and you're like, hmm, yeah? What's the uh, that that indie one um, with the robot chick? 
Oh, is he, X is he about to say through his lips that he didn't like Ex Machina? No, I loved it. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> you asked me if I ever watched any I was about to be no, like, you know what? It was fucking awesome. You know what, Addy? It's been fun working with you, but yeah, yeah get the fuck out. All right. <laughs> yeah, send me my check in the mail. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I thought you were going to go in the opposite nah, man, direction. Ex Machina there. was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incredible movie. And the fact that they filmed portions of it on black magic cameras for that kind of a movie, I loved it. Yeah, it, it was incredible, dude. Um, there's never been an Oscar Isaac thing that I've seen or I've been like, nah, that wasn't fucking dope. It's never. It's never happened. You yeah. know what I mean? So I am very much looking forward to uh, to, to, to Moon Knight um, and just to see him pummeling the shit out of people because apparently that's what Moon Knight does. He doesn't really ask questions too much. He just beats the shit He's out of He's a darker <laughs> yeah. character in the MCU. Yeah. Um, yeah bro, uh, side note. Do you know how good it must feel as a director when Oscar Isaac signs on for the project? Oh, you know. You're like, like you're oh like, my <laughs> God. <laughs> you were like worried like... <sighs> This might be it for me. This is my this is my last leg in Hollywood. If I don't if I don't do great in this movie, I may never get you know get hired onto another project again. And you yeah. find out Oscar Isaac you're, signed on. You're like, honey, the house you want, let's get it. Let's put it, put in the offer today. A hundred thousand above. Get price. rid of that. Get rid of that. What is the what is the low grade champagne? What is the shit? That, uh, oh, you, Andre. You, you was that, that Andre? You drinking no. the Andre? No, yeah. I get rid of that shit. Yeah. Get the get the send the expensive bottle. I'm paying tonight. Yeah, let, let's pay uh, uh, VIP uh, room at the uh, whatever fucking club is. Let's let's oh, pay yeah, yeah. those prices for it. That's, send that's more the, bottles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get at the the real uh, Moon Knight trailer at some point in time. But uh, let's move on here quickly so we can move past my my blunder. Um, so uh, it was rumored, or not rumored, uh, coming from his own lips. Uh, apparently, you know, we're, we're in this space now where we're we're talking about, you know, who's going to play Bond? Who who do we want to be our next Bond? Daniel Craig just had his last iteration of Bond as uh, with with uh, No Time to Die. Have you watched that yet? No, no, I'm not. I still need to see it too. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it's it's Daniel Craig's last turn, and everyone's like, who's going to be the next Bond? Well, apparently. It might be the great one for the millions and millions of the Rocks fans. Do you remember that? from That was very good. That was a really good Rock impression. You did well. Yeah, man. That was really good. I fucking love the Rock, man. Give give him some bombs or some. (laughs) That was very good. Yeah, look, dude, I I fucking love Peak, Peak Rock. Was like ninety nine two thousand rock. Yeah. That was that was peak rock. Everything we're getting now is a little watered down. It's a little sloppy, not sloppy, but but just not my favorite rock, right? Like, uh, yeah, I mean, he's evolved from being like the wrestler, where you have to be that like showman, right, to being like an actor, where you got to be a storyteller. I hate it. I want him to go back to being peak rock because he just did. He everything he said was fucking golden. You know, what I mean, yeah. from the Rudy Poo candy ass to just everything. You yeah, know you've I mean? got the voice fluctuation down yeah. too this is really good. i watched a lot of wrestling yeah, this, might be, this might be your thing <laughs> this might be my thing just going around doing rocking just do it <laughs> what, how, what money wherever starbucks <laughs> the toll station where she asked you for you know like oh would you, would you like ones back where you're like five it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter what how much change <laughs> bro yeah this, oh, this is your thing yeah, so so the Rock apparently throw is throwing his 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 
hat into the ring uh, for playing Bond because apparently um, his grandfather, Peter Maivia, uh was actually a Bond villain or I guess a, at least a henchman uh, in, in you, uh, you Only Live Twice. And so he has a little bit of, of a connection to the Bond franchise. Um, but uh, so this is a direct quote from from Rock. He says, yes, my grandfather was a, a Bond villain and you only live twice with Sean Connery. It was very, very cool. And I would like to uh, to I would like to follow in his footsteps and be uh, be the next Bond. I don't want to be a villain. Got to be Bond. Now, I will say up front, that is preposterous, okay, on just like every front, right? Uh, your grandfather was a henchman and you only live twice. You're not exactly following in his footsteps and being Bond. It yeah. would make sense if you were either also a henchman or a villain, right? But to be Bond is a completely different fucking thing. So you're not following in his footsteps, you are making your own footsteps. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, you're not even um, walking down the same path. There's, yeah. there's no footsteps. You're not following any footsteps. Yeah. Uh, what do you What do you think of of Rock potentially becoming um, Bond? I watched Red Notice last night on Netflix. Yeah. Film uh, Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Um, this guy does not do. Uh, he does like action hero, like you know the big. You know, you know who the fuck he is. He's gonna run through the wall and tackle you and arrest you. And like, he's that kind of government agent, right? Yeah. He's that kind of like, like bounty hunter or whatever, right? He is not the suave, smooth spy that can blend into any room, get in, get out, get the information. Do you think that's because he hasn't really been given that kind too of fucking big? There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> This big motherfucker is going to sneak into my security room, pass my security, steal the data that they, that MI5 is looking for in order to stop this terror attack, whatever. Now, no, no. now we're obviously looking past the fact that he's not he's not British, nor do I think he can pull off a convincing British accent for a duration oh of my an God, entire no. film. Uh, we're looking past that, right? And just looking at the actual physical nature of what he's trying to do. Give, give me a rendition of what a British rock might sound I, like. I, I, I think <laughs> I I know I can't pull I it off. <laughs> I I in my brain my brain explodes every time I think of trying to do that because yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that sounds. Because like. you know how the rock talks, right? He's very yeah. uh, I was walking down the street the other day. And one of my fans, she loved me. He's my biggest fan. She's uh, she wanted to take pictures. She's a fan of mine. So, like he talks like that, right? Yeah. So do you like give me like a British? I, 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 no, literally, I'm in my brain. I'm trying to be like, okay, how can I, I believe make this in work? you? We it we watched the whole season of UK Love Island. I know you got <laughs> just take UK Love Island. <laughs> Dude, I, I understood a fourth rock. of what they were saying <laughs> be, uh, be behind there. Um, I don't even know what the fuck the phrases are anymore. But like, I there's just there's no iteration of the Rock playing some sort of international spy that I think like works. Like in terms in in terms of the Bond. Now, obviously, if you were trying to go in a completely different uh, way with Bond, cool. Maybe he's a double O. No, no, he's but he's not even, 007. even, even uh, Idris Alba, right? At least Idris Alba, for one, clearly not as swole as a rock. Two is British, uh, you know, so clearly pull off the accent. Um, and then three, Idris Alba hasn't really done anything to sort of like 
put him and he he's done uh what's his series that that uh, it is almost series. um fuck great series love that show it's called something um uh but Damn, he, he's, he's, he's he's at least done that the rock has basically done nothing to this point to like warm us up to the idea of at this point he's just doing it you know like you know like if, you, if you've won a couple hands in, in, in poker you just are like you're like, kind of like the big dick in the room so you're just like you know i just do whatever the fuck i want to do you know yeah i don't give a fuck i'm not gonna ask any questions here you know i don't need to ask questions you come check with me right that's basically what the fucking rock is doing here. Cause this is like, there's nothing about you that says there's nothing even about the work you've done that says you should play the next bond. But he's just like, ah, fuck it. I yeah. can't miss dudes. I mean, there's nothing in a gr- very great, a great actor, successful guy, charming, charismatic. Like he has a lot of the attributes that a bond character would have. Luther. That's what Luther. Yep. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, he has some of the characteristics that a Bond would have, right? Again, charming, suave. He's you know got. But the, he's not charming in the way that Bond's charming. Yeah. He's charming in the way that I, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like a different vibe. It's not. Bond he's, he's charming suave. in a way that, like, when he walks into a room, people know he's there. People like him. Yeah. Right. Like he's he's attractive and magnetic, and like when he's people want to know, oh, who's that guy? Let's go talk to him. But it's not like he's like. Like maybe again, maybe Peak Rock in ninety nine two thousand. Maybe Peak Rock could kind of pull off a bond a little bit, minus Fuck the no. accent. No, definitely one hundred percent. This Rock, who's clearly Roy. Wait, out. wait, wait, wait. You talk about? Are you talking about like WWE Rock, Scorpion yeah. King Rock? Like which, no, no, which pre- iteration? Scorpion King. This is this is because Scorpion like, King was like a two, rundown like Rock. No, no. This is before. This is before Hollywood Rock, right? This is before we got Hollywood Rock. Are you talking about like University of Miami linebacker Rock? No, I'm talking about '99 to 2000 Rock, where where it was like he was at the apex. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, he had a window there. Yeah, I don't know. He, he had one window, uh, and, and he passed. Uh, so you talk, you're, you're talking about wrestler Rock? Wrestler Rock. So this is when uh, basically this was when the Rock blew up as a wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or when or he changed his after, name from like uh, Rocky Maivia to exactly the rock. to the Rock, right? Yeah, yeah. That Rock might have had a shot at this. Rock now, fuck no, this is not gonna happen. The Rock then didn't. The Rock now doesn't. <laughs> like, and, and I'm not even speaking to his like acting ability, right? What I'm speaking to is like the character itself, right? That this they're they're a spy. They've got to be able to blend. They've got to be able to. That's fit what I'm saying. In. But this is before. This is before we got Swole Rock. Swole Rock really didn't hit the scene until kind of around the Fast and Furious when he got involved with Fast and Furious. That's when you just saw the Rock like this is a mountain. I don't know yeah, what the fuck yeah. happened. To I you. remember like, when he got off the plane and he <laughs> yeah. was like he was like Hobbs. Was like, yeah, it's like what happened to you? Did, did he eat Vin Diesel? <laughs> um, yeah, but no. Again, I just don't see it. Like the he, the character just won't fit. Like he does not come off as like this international suave spy. He's too noticeable. He's too big. This is just not the role for him. I think he could play a double O, maybe just not double O seven. Maybe he's a part of like MI. Maybe he's in the movie. He's a part, but, yeah, like but he's you know, not going to be bought. You know, you know, he's yeah. Not and he, that, he's yeah. not going to want to take a Unless he's top role. billing. He's not going to fucking, yeah. he's not going to go for that. Um, shit, so yeah, I think we, uh, we, we, you know, just, uh, I appreciate you. It's, it's like when I apply for a job that I don't qualify for, <laughs> you know, so I know I'm not going to get it, but maybe I'll get a call. Yeah. Maybe somebody will call me. Yeah. So, so who I'm, is it? The so who director is it? of global marketing? Like, 
<laughs> no, I'm not there yet, but I'm gonna apply. See, now you're just out at yourself. Netflix. You like you could have, you I have could've, no could've, digital streaming experience. You, you could have put that into the ether of like, yeah, yeah no, I could do that shit. Easy, but you just told yourself that was unnecessary. No, I'm I'm to see, it. but I'll still apply. <laughs> uh, you mean who should be? Yeah, yeah. Gone? Who's your guy? I don't think I have any. I don't. I don't think I care. I, at this point, I don't give a shit anymore. I cool. It'd be cool to be see Idris. I don't even care about that really. I don't give a fuck. Be, honestly, I'm, I I think I'm done with Bond. I, I don't I don't think I give a shit about Bond anymore. Now, we, if Oscar Isaac's pulls off a Bond, I, you're gonna watch I'd it. I take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, Idris, Oscar fuck. Isaac, Lakeith Stanfield, uh, the, the dude Madden, the dude from um, Game he, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. He yeah. was in Eternals as well. I think he'd be a good Bond. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who I think could play a good Bond. I would like I to see someone different, maybe not like another white man, but but like, even if it is another, like it's the, it, they'd have to do something. They they'd have to basically do what they did with Daniel Craig's Bond, but do it way more explicitly of creating an actual like narrative mm-hmm. for Bond. Right, this whole one-off movie, nothing really ties together situation. How am I supposed to care about this? It's just okay. He's another womanizer in this movie, and he's just sleeping with a whole bunch of women and killing a bunch of dudes in foreign countries, and that's yeah. it. Like there has to be something else to that. And that's what I appreciated about Daniel Craig's turn as Bond is that they tried to do some different shit with it, um, or at least tried to tell some sort of coherent plot. Yeah, throughout the whoever becomes time. the next Bond, it's got to be like a three part thing, right? Like three films. Like they're not going to sign. They're signing on to tell like, a story. What the fuck is this? Like, is this for Spider Man? They've had longer runs <laughs> than just one movie. No, Andrew Garfield had two movies, right? Toby Maguire got three. Should have been four, but Andrew Garfield had two movies. Yeah, Ew. there's the Amazing Spider Man, the Amazing Spider Man two. Neither of them um, were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair um but uh but yeah i at this point i think it's time to just either retire bond or just do something radically different with them yeah. like because uh, i i don't really care about another one-off movie where he just does a bunch of dope shit and maybe in the next film bond is like the bad guy I'd love to see something like that that's that's a fucking like, idea right like maybe they made- never do it they'd never do that they never have the fucking cojones to do that. Yeah. But now, to see we, it from seen, somebody else's perspective yeah. instead of just Bond's perspective, I think that would be We've dope. seen in Skyfall, right, where uh, Javier Bardem's character, who used to be... Uh, They've done this whole thing. Yeah. Every every third Bond is like a former... I uh, used to be crazy. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's basically... It's a, it's a recurring thing yeah. with Bond, yeah. Then yeah. I had sex with a co-worker and I, had to, I was forced to leave the job. Now I'm vengeful. I'm going to take down all of MI5. It's like, sir... I, you I don't know think that's you should have done that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a that's a necessity. Like that, it's called sexual assault. You can't do that in the workplace. <laughs> Not even at MI five. That's why you lost a job. You're really trying to destroy everything because you did yeah, something yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's um. What did we talk about earlier? That you know, like you know, you did the wrong shit, and yet you're trying to fucking act like no, no. It's all right, guys. It's yeah. cool. Like John Gruden is trying to sue the NFL, <laughs> sir. We saw the emails. Yeah, but his his point is that we saw the emails. It's like probably shouldn't have seen the emails. Yeah, well, I have the right to be racist and private. That's, I'm sure that's in some sort of court filings. <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. The judge right. overseeing the case is the judge overseeing the the Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah, Kyle case. Rittenhouse case. Um, let's move on to uh to our our, our fourth story here. Uh, so we're going to talk about um 
Look, man, we, we talked a little bit earlier about, you know, how much we should we know about shit behind the scenes. And I think that uh, of either show or movie. And I think this uh, comments by Chris Tucker about why he isn't in the uh, subsequent Friday sequels. Uh, I didn't really need to know, you know, um, I, I'm not gonna lie. Definitely curious because it's like he was kind of the best part of Friday. I think we can all agree that Smokey the original Friday does not work well without Smokey. He yeah. makes he just makes every scene better, right? Um, and it, you've really felt sort of whether him and Ice Cube are actually friends, no fucking idea. But you felt like they were fucking friends. It felt like your homie from down the street. You know, whenever you saw them chop it up. So in a recent interview, he basically says that the reason why he wasn't he didn't want to play Smokey anymore was because for one, it was his choice. And then two, he didn't want to, you know, it was because of all the weed that he didn't want to become like the weed person. I got some issues with this. I got not issues in terms of like the sentiment of it, but I've got some I've got some additional questions, right? Some follow up questions here. Yeah. Um, Like one cats out of the bag dude i you played smoky like it's whether you play smoky in additional sequels or not it's friday's that fucking popular where that ship has fucking sailed like i don't i don't know how to tell you this but we can go back and rewatch the movie all right that's how movies work we can it's not a one-time thing we can go back and watch the fucking movie so for the rest of the time you're not only going to be smoky or the character you played on rush hour you're gonna be that character like we can go back and watch the shit so okay that's a that's to me that's weird but then two it's like well you're telling me you couldn't have gone back to them and worked some sort of story angle where you didn't smoke anymore like it'd be fucking hilarious to see Smokey go clean that would be hilarious in a sequel now remember at the end of friday that's like what happened he He said he's no he was like he kind of was like ah i was just fucking with you yeah but still it'd have been cool to see Smokey go clean and that would have been a great storyline. So for me, I'm, I'm going to try and take myself back to like 1995, yeah. right? When Hot time. Yeah. Great year. Great time. Yeah. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Um, so in 1995 is when First Friday comes out. So I imagine the success of the film in that year, 1996, 1997 rolls around and they're like, All right, let's do part two, right? Um, I can imagine at that point in time, he was like, you know what? I want to take on other projects, which is what he said in the interview. I wanted to take on other projects. I wanted to do other bigger things, and which is what he went on to do. I mean, after he did Friday, he did Dead Presidents. He did The Fifth Element. He did Money Talks. He did Rush Hour. Um, he Rush Hour 2, Rush Hour 3, all that shit, right? Yeah. So did he accomplish what he ultimately set out to do? Yes. Did he do it for the right reasons for him at the time? Yes. Now you fast forward to where we are today, whereas now marijuana does not have that stigma that it had back then. But he didn't have the foresight to know that to where like, even if he played a character who smoked weed, like that wouldn't be a bad thing for him and his image and his career long term. Because now it's like, we don't give a fuck. We, we got Pineapple Express. We got weed movies left and right. No one looks at, well, no, I was going to say Seth. Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, he's, he's very much like an advocate for it. He's like, this is what I do, right? Yeah. Um, he's unapologetic about it. So I think that his reasons make sense when you look at his career and what happened afterwards, right? He, became, he went on to become very successful. Who knows? Maybe if he did Rush Hour, if he 
did another Friday, maybe he wouldn't have been available to do Rush Hour. Nah, but that but that's like the curious thing about it is is that like Fridays came out what like somewhere between somewhere in the 2000s right like whether it's 2002 the first movie no 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 the sequels to it yeah so uh, 99 might have been Rush uh, uh, Friday 2 and then 3 came out maybe a few years later Um, that was kind of not necessarily post the Chris Tucker sort of timeline but kind of a little bit post his his sort of he's 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 had an odd career in that he had like a run but it wasn't a long run. Like it was, it was like for the span of like five or six years, he was in all sorts of movie. Um, was it More Money Talks or Money Talks or some shit like that? They would do it with Charlie Sheen. Uh, I remember he did that uh, uh, along with all the Rush Hour movies. All of those kind of came out in succession. It wasn't like there was like twenty years mm, in between. Yeah. So you know, right. it's kind of like, well, why not just at some point wrap this up with a last uh, last Friday of the month? You know, and it seems odd, right? That 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 was his if, if that was your original thinking cool but bro like you did so much shit up front at some point in there you could have <laughs> been like all right fuck it let's yeah. do another friday and then on top of that you could have you i'm sure you would have had enough influence to manipulate the storyline so that maybe you're doing some other shit outside of just weed right yeah. that we got smoke dog in the first one but maybe we see reform smoke dog and that's like the whole bit is that you're trying to get clean you know which could have been you could have you could have easily flipped that script so seems like a very odd reasoning especially with all the time that has passed like it, true yeah one of the things following that film yes yeah. All these years later, nah. I didn't realize that Next Friday came out in 2000. I thought it came out sooner. I thought it came out like 98, 99. Um, and in 2000, like, I'm just looking at his IMDb. Uh, again, he made the right decision. After Friday, he went on, he did Fifth Element, Money Talks, Dead Presidents. He did Rush Hour, the first Rush Hour movie in 1998. And then Friday 2 came out in 2000. So I'm pretty sure after Rush Hour came out, he's like, you know what? Like, I'm this movie was very successful. Like I can do Friday two would be even more successful after rush hour. Um, But again, like at the time, I don't feel like his decision was probably wrong. He was probably thinking like, I'm going to go on and do bigger and better things. He was doing what he wanted, but I think that, and then people have said this, that his reasoning has changed like over the course of time, like a front, maybe it might've been about, they didn't pay him enough, Mm -hmm. those type of things. Okay. But it's just like, for this specific reason, it seems like a really flimsy, reason to not do something that everybody wants to say to have done everybody adores friday i just watched it a couple of weeks ago you know it's one of my favorite movies of all time and him and ice cube had such chemistry it, it's just like it was always impossible like i i appreciate mike epps love mike epps as a, but it was just never the same you know what i mean and so i don't know um I'm not faulting him. I'm not being like you're a piece of shit or anything like that. Clearly, like that, it's not that serious. But at the same time, it's kind of just like, eh, I don't know, dude. You're you're saying something that I don't think is like, like there's ways around. Like if you actually wanted a way around that, you could have found a way around that. Yeah, like, and, and even if to. you signed on to the project, he could have probably dictated like, hey, I'm filming something right now, but like let's we'll pick this up afterwards. And I'm sure they would have accommodated. Um, yeah. I think he may be able to explain it away all he wants, but. 
I feel like he, that might be one of the things that like in time he ultimately regrets. Like, you know, I had my reasons when I, when, you know, when I chose not I to do I don't, the I don't think, he, I think he had a successful enough career where I don't think he, he really will like give a shit. Like, <laughs> I think he, like between all the Rush Hour sequels, between Fifth Element, between Mo Money Talks or Money Talks or whatever, uh, like all, he had, a, he's had a very yeah, but it, it, it is career. one of those things that will follow him. I feel like, you know, his the rest of his career. People are always going to be like, Man, but, like but it's, I it's, wish you would have did part it's two. It's sad now, right? Why didn't because you do part two? We already lost uh, John Witherspoon. So it's it's like, it's kind of like the window is kind of, and uh, Izel, the, I forget the, the comic's name, he passed yeah. Yeah. Uh, just recently. Yeah, there's so no, like, there's we're, no, we're there's no, of, you know, they did Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. Why I think they were there's been planning for years to do uh, last Friday of the month, which I, I feel like was the mm. one that they were um, you know going to try to bring everybody back for. Um, but it's kind of like everybody's basically like dying off or just like they're not in a position to to be. Yeah, making these and who films. knows if Ice Cube is going to get that COVID shot so they can film? <laughs> he might walk. They may like have the script written. And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I didn't get the shot. And they're yeah. like, oh, fuck yeah. Uh, now we got to kick you off. The yeah. Set of your own now we got to get iced tea. Yeah. You know, and that's just not gonna. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody would care. Right? It's not the same chemistry. Same thing. Same thing. Um, yeah. Uh, so. So. Anyways, I, I thought that was an interesting story, and I. And I you know. Um, now, in, in you know, for the last story, uh, we can run through this kind of quickly. Um, we have somebody else who's also like, "Hey, I'm not going to be doing this shit forever." Uh, so Tom Holland basically came out with comments that saying, "Like, hey, dude, I don't want to fucking play Spider-Man into my 30s. Like, that just seems unreasonable to me. He, right now, he's I think 25 or 26 somewhere around there. Yeah, I think it's like 25. Um, yeah, 25. Um, Doesn't look it. No, he still looks like he's fucking teenage. Could be 18. Uh, yeah. Um. So, I think. I respect this differently than I do because he's at least saying up front and for one, he's done multiple sequels, but then up front, he's just basically saying like, I don't want to do it. Cause I just don't want to do it. Like, I, like, I don't, I don't, I just want to go do some other shit. I don't, yeah. you know, and he, and he talks about, I, I don't necessarily believe in this to be the case, but he talks about, Hey, I just want to go do some other shit. Like, like he talks about perhaps working with his hands and just like building stuff. Um, or he was like, yeah, I just want to buy like an apartment building and then give it to people or rent it out to people who, you know, are paying way less rent than what, you would ordinarily pay for it because I don't really need the money, which is that's dope. They'll they'll never let him actually do that, but you know, um, but it's good that he would want to do that. Um, but I say all that to say is that's, I look at that different than somebody like Chris Tucker, because it just seems like he's just kind of being honest about like his reasoning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and obviously the money thing's probably a little different, right? Like I'm sure, Got paid. Yeah, the money he's Spider-Man. gotten for all the Marvel appearances and Spider Man's he's made. Uh, yeah, so he'll be uh, Chris Tucker's money, right? Uh, especially for that first Friday movie. Um, but you know, it, it's not like he's like, ah, you know what? I don't know scheduling conflicts and things, and I don't know really be only known. It, it it seems like it has less to do with the fact that he'd only be known for Spider Man and more to do with that. He just doesn't. He just wants yeah. to do other. Also, shit. Like, this comes as no fucking shock. Yeah, like no one wants to see you be Spider Man when you're 30 anyway. Like the character is apparently you were. You're like I want to see him when he's all mature and I want to see like a college more of like (laughs) I want to see more of like like you know a college age Spider Man like you know maybe like in you know towards like graduation like becoming an adult and like leaving this like you know the this being a student world and like I I have real responsibilities now. I don't want to see, um, you know. 
cutting the grass, Spider-Man. Like, I don't want to see him that old, like, you know, mowing the lawn. Now he's married with two kids. Like, damn, do I save the city or do I pick up the kids? <laughs> I don't want to see that Spider-Man. So, yeah, 30, definitely, I think, like, 25 is the cutoff. Like, this is this is, this is good. Now let's, like, retell the story in a different way. Yeah. Uh, Disney or Sony, Hollywood is basically like the mafia, right? Like, you're not, you're not out until we tell you you're out, okay? Yeah, you're but in. I think... <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like they're probably happy he said this. They're like, "Oh God, we were gonna send you the, you know, the we, we were gonna let you know, but thank you for letting us know." Fuck no! You know how much these Spider-Man movies are making? Well, a clip, sure. But again, it's fuck that. It's not really about you know the Spider-Man movie is gonna do well. Granted, I think Tom Holland has done it's about the money, the best job. But it's like about the money. Every few five, every three, four, five years, but there's you, always gonna be like a you, new young yeah. actor who could like step into the role, That's fair. right? Uh, can you tell me what uh, Hollywood appreciates more than anything else? Tell me the one thing. Money. Yeah, I mean, we're not. Well, it's it's, it's money, but it's like also reprising <clears throat> like storied franchises, right? Well, it's not just that; it's the guarantee of money, right? Mm-hmm. And if they have a thing that's the reason why. Andrew Garfield didn't last as Spider-Man is because the reviews weren't great for him and also the box office draw wasn't really there for those Spider-Mans, right? Um, Tom Holland, they're making money hand over fist with Tom Holland, right? Fuck no, they didn't want to see him go. Uh, Amy Pascal, I think the person who's in charge of shit, I, th- I think it's at Sony? Yeah, Sony. Uh, the, um, or I guess she's a former Sony boss. Uh, she said basically she was like, "Yo, we're gonna make a hundred of these bad boys." And Tom Holland was like, "Nope." <laughs> um, you know, so I, there's just no way that they they'd want to on their end be like, "Oh, we'll let you go." Fuck that. Yeah, we can bank it. Like we can we can ship this with a blind. We don't story. Don't need no fucking story over here. Just put a poster up with Tom Holland with the half the mask ripped off and fucking shooting spider webs. I, yeah, immediately that shit's doing a bill. It's hard for me to believe that, like, even Sony or Marvel, whoever the fuck owns the rights to it, in the next five years, when Tom Holland's thirty, would want him to still be in that character because it's like I'm confused as to why you're thinking not. Like, I don't, it's confusing. I mean, because the story, right, still has to be believable. Like, the, you're the person playing the character. You just said it yourself. To Tom Holland's twenty five. He could play a sixteen year old right now. Yeah, but in like fact, but, half of his roles are uh, said eighteen. Eighteen, sixteen. So, like in you know, in the next five years, I just don't think it'll be that believable anymore. Like you know, Why? he's clearly going to be a lot older. Mary Jane's going to be a lot Is older. Now nah, they're going to be like, now it's not like, oh, like are we like kind of like boyfriend and girlfriend? It's like, are we getting married now? Like, what are we doing? Like, we've been doing this for like seven years. You know, she's going to be like, <laughs> she's like, I need more commitment. And now they're talking about having kids and shit. Like, it just won't work. Okay. Not no longer your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. You'll be like your creepy suburbs dad Spider Man. No one likes that guy. Fair enough. You don't want that. <laughs> all right, let's get this. The is no surprise. Here. You're getting weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's our fucking show. I have no great wrap up for you. Um, uh, yeah. So with that being said, we appreciate the likes. We, we, we appreciate the subscribes. Hit that share button. Share the shit with it. Anybody and everybody. We appreciate you. With that, we'll hit the usual protocol. Fade out. Peace.